You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Well, I don't know when we bring on our guests later on the show whether we'll be talking that much about Slidegate. I think right now it's like between several forum threads or topics on the Paracast forums at forum.theparacast.com, we've got, well, one has 1,300 messages, hundreds of others, possibly several thousand messages still talking about the same old subject, Slidegate, Roswell Slides. Well, I have an announcement. Let me hear the announcement. I visited the uh, Montezuma's Castle, which is uh, almost within eyesight of my house. And um, I talked to um, one of the rangers there who printed up a press release for me that has to do with this, what we think uh, is this particular specimen of a two-year-old child, very desiccated, as we know. If the information that I'm getting is correct, this particular artifact, if you want to call it that, or body, um, was on display here in Camp Verde at uh, a small museum and was, uh, I guess, appropriated by Native Americans. I'm not sure. There's still some question in my mind of who actually has it right now. But I have a direct line to the spokesperson who knows this, who is also Native American. And I think it's a curator of the the small museum uh, here at Montezuma's Castle. And uh, my friend Clifford Mahoudi, who's, um, you know, full-blood Zuni, for many years uh, did the Washington, (laughs) D.C. two-step and is very, very well-versed in the laws pertaining to uh, the rights of Native Americans uh, when it comes to the remains of, uh, of ancient Native Americans. And... He seems to think that he might uh, be in a position to gain access to this particular mummy and do a a cursory examination of it before it is buried, which is uh, imminent. They're going to be interning this uh, body very, very soon. It's still, um, it's not buried yet, from what I understand. And Clifford seems to be uh, confident they, he will be able to do some sort of side door effort to gain access to this body and put this whole thing to rest uh, once and for all so that we have, you know, with, with no shadow of a doubt, at least as best you can, you know, trying to do something based on a photograph and trying to match the body in the photograph with the actual, um, you know, physical remains. And uh, Cl- Clifford is uh, offered uh, to to do this, uh, to help us put this whole fiasco to bed once and for all. And hopefully that'll be the end of the thread. <laughs> no, well, it, the reason it, it won't is you still have people who are going to say, well, this was a secret government experiment to well, see how I, people I would care. react to some kind of story about alien bodies. But you know what? That's nonsense. So, it seems um, to be the chance of a chance of a chance that this thing took off at all. So well, I don't know, know where they come up with that. I've been doing a, a bit of work on you know, on the kind of in the background here on this, and um, I do have a source that worked at uh, Mesa Verde who has made an effort uh, with uh, the personnel there to go through manually go through the records of uh, all human remains that have ever been on display at Mesa Verde, and they don't show up. Uh, this particular body does not show up in their um, in their documentation. So 
we're starting, I think, to winnow this thing down and, and, and zero in and drill down on where this body uh, came from, where it is now. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's important to at least ascertain to the best of our ability that uh, this is, these are human remains and this is a non-issue. And if Adam do knew about this prior uh, to these big announcements and the, his documentary and this whole <laughs> Cinco de Mayo affair. Uh, this is, it, it sounds uh, to me like it's a pretty cut and uh, dried case of fraud. And it really, it sad, saddens me. And I think it, uh, it just, uh, you know, drives another, you know, nail partially into the <laughs> coffin of ufology. If, if things like this are continued to allow to happen and the public is allowed to be duped and bilked out of uh, possibly millions of dollars. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm so tired of this already. There's no way it's ever going to disappear, especially now when we have the conspiracy theories where we have Tom Carey and Don Schmidt still going out, implying there's traction, not just getting off the train saying, you know what, maybe we went a little too far. Maybe we accepted too much. Now there's got to be some massive conspiracy here. I don't buy that. (laughs) Sorry. Well, I don't buy it either, but I just wonder why they're doing it because it has to come to a stop. And a little bit later when... Alejandro Rojas joins us. I'm going to ask him when he went out to the Contact in the Desert event. You mean the circus in the desert? I know that Kevin Randall has written several blogs at a different perspective, several posts saying this is going to be the last one on the not Roswell slides, which is what he calls them, because they never really established a connection with Roswell, even if there was something to that mummy. Well, He's run several of those articles already, each of which gets dozens and dozens of responses from the same group of eight or nine people. I'm among them. All right. So we're going to have here the endless or never-ending story. It will go on forever. And then after another 10, 15 years have gone by, well, guess what? We'll come up with something else. Something else we have, by the way, is a second radio show. Did you know we actually do another radio show? I'm not talking about the Tech Night Out Live, which is the technology show that I do every week. I'm talking about another show Chris and I do called After the Paracast, which is, as the name implies, we do it after this show. And we kind of catch up. We comment on things. Occasionally, we have a guest. We never predict what After the Paracast is going to be like because it is unpredictable. Sometimes it's just me and Chris talking about different subjects. Sometimes we bring on a guest, as we did, say, a couple of weeks back. We had Curtis Collins, who's a member of the Roswell Slides Research Group. Uh Uh-oh, we've mentioned that all over again. The point is that after the Paracast is going to be politically incorrect. And there's only one way to get it, and that's to join the Paracast Plus. You go to plus.theparacast.com, P-L-U-S.theparacast.com. We've got a special deal going right now. If you join the Paracast Plus for one year or more, and we have a one-year membership and a five-year membership, we'll get you a free copy of the ebook version of one of the best books on the paranormal out there right now, Chris O'Brien's Stalking the Tricksters. From Chris O'Brien, his paradigm-changing book, the ebook version, if you join up for a year or five years of Paracast Plus. And one more thing, we give you the ad-free version of this show, higher quality audio. And we've got better equipment here, better software to get a better quality take 
better quality audio right from the master tape. How about that? Yeah, and this offer is not going to be uh, around for much longer, so you better act now. Right, because Chris is only making available that free book for a limited time. He's going to call me one day and say, Gene, you know, I can't do this anymore. I'm giving up royalties. I'm giving up income to do this, but I want to see as many people as possible join up with Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. And if you go for a year at $50 or five years at $175, you get Stalking the Tricksters from Chris O'Brien. What we're going to get in just a very few moments now is the one, the only Alejandro Rojas from Open Minds. And he is one wild and crazy guy or something like that. He's a cool guy with a lot of cool ideas. And when we had him on a few months ago, he was one of our favorite guests I also learned that he lives five minutes away from me <laughs> Yeah, in the better neighborhood, not this one. This neighborhood we don't want to talk about. I mean, people have looked up this place in Google Maps, and they have been shocked at what it is. But he lives in a much better neighborhood because he works with open minds. Alejandro Rojas is coming <laughs> up next. We'll ask him about the whatever it was in the desert, about Slidegate, and lots of other cool stuff. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. <laughs> My back is out again. Hi, Dr. Ortman with Wellspring Spinal Care. If you're experiencing neck, mid, or lower back pain, this information is for you. One of the complaints that I hear is patients receive their typical adjustment, only having to repeat them as the pain returns. Putting the bones back in place is only half of the battle. At Wellspring Spinal Care, we have the entire solution. We use the NUCA approach, utilizing three-dimensional x-rays and gentle touch technology to deliver specific correction. We then design a custom nutritional supplement program which provides essential nutrients targeting the areas of concern. With a NUCA approach and proper nutrition, you'll be on your way to a faster and more permanent recovery. To get you on the road to wellness, visit DrOrtman.com. That's DrOrtman.com. Or call us today, 952-303-9124. That's 952-303-9124. Wellspring Spinal Care, chiropractic done right. Making the right decisions is a challenge to investors. Are we going to see economic growth, slide into a recession, or at worst, depression? Hi, Ted Anderson from Midas Resources. We all know when a company acts irresponsibly, divesting ourselves in a move towards safety is prudent. When the market becomes volatile, U.S. Treasuries are a safe haven. But what do you do when the U.S. government overextends itself and spends beyond its means? Many investors are turning toward gold as a common-sense alternative to traditional paper investments. Midas Resources has put together a powerful book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, discussing costs, benefits, risks, featuring full-color illustrations, weights, and measures. The book is free and can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. Paper investments are dwarfed by gold's 6,000-year history. Discover how gold may be right for you and your IRA by calling 800-686-2237. Whether buying or it's time for you to sell, the book is free. Call 800-686-2237. Yuvia needed financing to grow her restaurant business, but her bank simply didn't understand. I was frustrated. Yuvia found on-deck business loans. On-deck did it for me. I 
called on Saturday, and I had $50,000 in my account on Monday morning. How about the terms? Incredibly easy. It doesn't mess with your cash flow. On Deck changed everything. This company, On Deck, is going to be there for me. Was it a good move? I'm looking to increase sales probably 30%. Been in business for at least a year with $100,000 plus in revenue? On Deck can get you $5,000 to $250,000 in as little as one business day. And they're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. On Deck has opened up so many doors for me now. Truly, truly, the sky is the limit. I'm excited. Apply now at ondecklending.com or call 800-326-5430. 800-326-5430. 800-326-5430. Loan subject to lender approval. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. With Gene and Chris, we have Alejandro Rojas from Open Minds. As I was mentioning before, he lives five minutes away from me in the good part of the city, although he doesn't stay there that often. I think because he senses the stench from this neighborhood. Just comes his way, there, and he just doesn't want to get a whiff of it, right? Ouch, Gene. There are some sketchy parts of Mesa, Arizona. In fact, when I moved here, uh, you know, I'm in kind of the, the University Tempe, and everybody said, oh, stay away from Mesa. That guy Steinberg lives there. Yeah, he, he'll jump you. He'll, he'll shank you. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a reputation of being a shanker. <laughs> well, you know what? I come from a neighborhood where I think they used to do that. Because we had Murder Incorporated in that neighborhood in Brooklyn, New York, back oh my in gosh. the 30s. Yeah. yeah. Albert yeah. Anastasio. Well, I come from the ghetto, too, in Denver. You know, I come from a, a place called Globeville. Um, it, it's pretty rough there right now, although it's getting gentrified from what I understand. Well, regular people can't move to the area I grew up in, Brooklyn. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, actually, I lived a number of years at Newport Street off Amboy Avenue, all right, mm-hmm. near Hopkinson in Brooklyn. And I remember a few years after I left, it looked like a combat zone. <laughs> but a lot of areas of Brooklyn are coming back. Let's come back to this. Okay. Since we had you on the show a few months back, some wacky things have gone on in the UFO field. And one of the well, wackiest okay. is what we call here Slidegate. And I know maybe you didn't use that term, but... We'd like to have it patented here. When did you first hear about what 
some people call the Roswell slides or the not Roswell slides? I heard about them quite some time ago, actually, maybe even as far as two years ago. I heard rumors. You know, in this field, you always roll your eyes when you hear something, too, because uh, so many times, of course, like like us, we've been in this field for so long, we're, we're just extremely disappointed, this incident being no different, uh, by when someone makes a claim that's exciting and then it doesn't pan out like this did not. And so I heard rumors of these possible pictures of an alien and those Rumors uh, remained until, what was it, about a year ago when Anthony Bregalia started posting all of this stuff about how he knew more information about the slides. Um, what's interesting is when that did happen, I then emailed Kevin Randall and Don Schmidt and I said, what's going on the Roswell Dream Team? You guys are working on these pictures. Is there anything you want to share? Randall kind of said, I don't have anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it. Don said, don't trust it. all the rumors that you hear out there. Um, even though a lot of what Bergoglio said way back when turned out to be what uh, the uh, slide researchers, you know, revealed just uh, what in February when they announced the, the whole May event. So there we are. But based on what I'm hearing now, after apologies were made, Schmidt and Carrie are still supporting it somehow. Well, this is the hard part. I mean, they are standing by their scientists because they have a couple scientists. They're Spanish speakers, so I'd assume that Jaime got these scientists. And in fact, you know, I have to email Don um, today uh, about this, and and I'm going to make this argument, is that, um, first of all, there are people who have already done work to get uh, comments from more credentialed scientists and anthropologists. Philip Mantle, for instance, sent me some quotes he got from some very credible people that I included in my story, where these are people who look at mummies on a regular basis and they're like, this is a mummified body, end of story. Um, when I had talked with Adam Dew about that and he said, well, they're, they just make a quick judgment. They're not giving us details as to why they make that judgment. But you know what? They're qualified to make a quick judgment. So I can see that. Um, Jaime is arguing and crew now is arguing that their scientists say there's more evidence in these photographs to show that this body may not be human. First of all, uh, you know, with all apologies and, and due respect to all of the group, that's ridiculous because... Um, these are just photographs. I mean, you can't do any sort of physical uh, analysis of these things. They're just photographs. Second of all, you know, Jaime does not have a good track record of getting scientists to give him good information. Jaime had scientists argue that a squirrel monkey carcass was uh, (laughs) not a squirrel monkey and that this squirrel monkey was extraterrestrial in nature. Uh, When it turned out, you know, with further analysis to be, guess what? Surprise, surprise, a squirrel monkey, which is exactly what it looked like. So, okay, you're using Jaime scientists say this squirrel monkey is an alien, and now Jaime scientists are saying that this, this mummified body with now a placard that says it's a mummified body that obviously is in some sort of museum and certainly not any under high security, um, is 
is an alien. Well, you know what? Those scientists suck, to, to put it bluntly. Well, you know, they, Alejandro. They're ridiculous. And uh, I don't see how, you know, their word really holds much weight. Well, you know, that's that brings up a really important point. It's been almost a month since the event. And I have seen no attempt to attempt to translate from Spanish into English the actual presentations by Jaime scientists. What's up with mm -hmm. that? We have all these Spanish-speaking people that are aware of this story. Why hasn't somebody been been supplied with a transcript in Spanish to go ahead and put an English translation so that we can once and for all see exactly what these guys said? Because uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know – you can tout scientific appraisals all you want, but if they're in a language that uh, you know a lot of interested people can't can't read, uh, why not get it translated so that you can support this claim uh, for at least the mass audience here in the United States who are English speakers? I mean, come on! I mean, it's a simple translation from Spanish into English. I mean, uh, you could probably even do it, Alejandro, if you were given a transcript. I would use Google Translate, but uh, no, you make an. Excellent, excellent point. Bryce Sable makes this point. Bryce Sable, I'm sure you guys have had him on the show. Oh, um, yes. Uh, great guy. And uh, he uh, is really upset. And most his his whole angle is because he's worked for CNN. He, he works in Hollywood. That this is, among other problems, has been a PR debacle. It's how you do things exactly wrong. And what's frustrating is this group is getting upset. Oh, you guys aren't focusing on our information. Well, you all aren't sharing your information. If this would have been done correctly, just from a PR standpoint, I mean, they screwed up. They should have had materials ready for the American media, for the U.S. media, so that when they had their event, they have a press packet. Who hasn't heard of a press packet, for God's sakes? We have press packets at our conferences where they can hand this to the media with information, making their arguments, so then it can be, their word can be included in the conversation out there. But they didn't do that. So what are researchers supposed to do except for go to experts themselves, research the material themselves, because they don't have access to what, what the group is supposedly has. And so that's what happened. And, and we can get into more of that. In our next segment, Alejandro Rojas of Open Minds joins Gene and Chris talking Slidegate. You're in the Paracast. Great minds think alike. The network for the independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. Hello. 
healthy elimination is essential to high energy, a cheerful mood, and prevention of disease. Some of the founders of our modern holistic health thinking state that disease begins in a toxic colon. A toxic intestinal tract is the foundation for virtually all degenerative disease, and a clean and well-moving intestinal tract is the foundation of health. I just want to say that you folks have an amazing product. I've taken whey protein products for years, and I've never noticed results I have with your product. I've suffered with bouts of constipation most of my life. Within a few days of taking One World Whey, I noticed a dramatic change. Also, in the past few years, I've experienced symptoms associated with diabetes. I feel horrible when I've had too much sugar, and I've been getting the foot pain as well. But I've noticed in the past week or so, I'm not feeling bad anymore, and the foot pain is gone. I'm just finishing up a five-pound tub I ordered and just got off the phone ordering more. I love your product. Thank you. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. It's absolutely heartbreaking. All over America, people are suffering from issues related to angina pain, high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, irregular heartbeat, clogged arteries, and high cholesterol. Can you live your life free from sickness, pain, and fear and experience your body healing itself? Look to Heart and Body Extract, an all-natural supplement that aids ailing bodies. It has an exclusive formula of wild-crafted and organic herbs. End the pain without all the side effects of prescription drugs. People 20 years younger will envy your vitality. Want a happier, healthier you? Then go to heartandbody.com or call toll-free 866-295-5305 for free information. Heart and Body Extract offers a lifetime guarantee with no price increase in over 14 years. What are you waiting for? Call Heart and Body now at 866-295-5305 for your free information. Go to heartandbody.com, 866-295-5305. Distributor inquiries welcome. Hi, this is Ted Phillips, listening to the Paracast, and it's as good as it gets, believe me. With Gene and Chris, Alejandro Rojas joins us. We're talking about Slidegate, about the study released where they claim that this body must be an alien for whatever reason. But the thing that even started me worrying about it before we saw the photos that looked like they were made in a museum showing a mummy is the tenuous, extremely tenuous relationship of every step of the way from the time you find the slides in a box to the time 10 years later somebody decides to do something with it. Everything is so tenuous. Yeah. 
Right. I mean, I could see the arguments for that. And really, this is what's, you know, I think I'm one of the only guys who's been able to interview Adam Dew. I got to meet him because he came to our conference. We were supposed to have meetings and talk a little more back then. Uh, We just didn't have time. Uh, Once we saw one of the leaked photos, we had zero interest in talking about the slides at that point because, Another problem is that they look like a mummified body in a museum. I think that's one of the the biggest hurdle that they have. Adam Dew is a real straight shooter. He's real down to earth. You know, he's real, uh, believe it or not, I wish, hopefully he'll do some more interviews maybe and you guys could have him on the show because he just tells it like it is. I mean, he seems to be a very honest person, just not as savvy around like careful investigation and research, which is really Don and Tom's role. But then again, in, in their defense, all they can do is advise. Right, but I think they could have taken more due diligence. I think they accepted too much. I know nothing about Adam Dew except he apparently makes documentaries. I don't know what he knows about this. But what does he tell you about the connection? I don't see any connection that any of this suddenly leaps to being a possible alien body that might be from Roswell. That's a leap I can't make. I could never make. How did he make it? Before I get to that part, I wanted to talk about the timeline piece. And one of the reasons, honestly, and Adam Dew is, is honest about this, that it took so long, is he wanted money. He was looking for money. Of course, that sounds bad, but he justifies this by saying, I've spent a lot of money researching this case and, and getting experts, and I just want to re- at least recoup that money. That's why I'm looking for someone to offer me money. He said uh, there was a, a prestigious uh, scientific magazine that wanted to do a story, uh, but I turned them down because there was no money involved. He said, I don't know what you think. Uh, maybe I made a mistake. And I told him, I think you did make a mistake because as we researchers know this is a field where you spend money. You don't make money typically. And, uh, you know, you spend the money to get the research done and then you share it with people uh, in the best uh, platform possible, not necessarily the platform that's going to make you the best money. And, of course, he had problems with the route he went with with Jaime Musan. As far as the alien, yeah, I mean, he said that he just feels that uh, the images, and he's careful the way he states it, he says the image looks like what we been led to believe in the media what an alien looks like. That's the way he puts it. And most people, when they look at the picture, tell me that looks like an alien. And so that's his argument. He just feels that it looks weird. And I I don't think he really did know what the placard had said. Again, this is just a, a, a layman out there. He's not a UFO expert. A UFO expert, I would think, would be able to see that the picture is a museum and and not a secured location or anything and and be able to see that this isn't something of substance, at least for, for people researching UFOs and ETs and stuff. So he just genuinely believes that. I, I asked him, you know, a lot of people are saying it's a mummy. What do you think? And he said, I just don't see it. He says, I've gone around and looked at pictures and I don't think it looks similar. I think this looks different. You know, I'm hearing here a guy who sounds to me totally clueless. I'll leave it at that. He may be totally sincere. He may have been taken in. Whatever it is, he's clueless. I agree with you, but that's the UFO witness. That is the alleged contactee witness. That is the alleged 
abductee witness. Having investigated for this for a long time, these are regular people. These are laymen. They're not always the most intelligent. Not, and you guys probably know this, not all people understand science. They don't understand credibility. They don't understand the importance of having source material. Um, they just don't understand all of these right. concepts. And so he's, I think, a typical witness, uh, not necessarily, uh, just does not like us researchers. Right. Well, I My problem is not with him as much, and he's entitled to want money if he wants it, but with Tom Carey and Don Schmidt, I think they should have known better from the get-go. And even the ways they supposedly did due diligence, like they mentioned something like sending this thing to Adobe to examine the placard. And I don't know what they did because Adobe is not a place that does analysis of photos. Adobe Systems is the publisher of Photoshop. So if you want an expert in Photoshop to analyze photos, there are thousands and thousands of skilled graphic artists, photo editors, and others who can examine something like this, experts at image recovery who could do something, but you don't send it to Adobe Systems. And where is the letter that shows this? Who from Adobe allegedly looked at this and said, we can't figure out what the placard says, whereas we have the Roswell Slides research group that did in a few days? Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I agree with all of this. And it is hard in that I know because I've been in this situation where uh, at least I know Tom and Don had their, their hands tied a bit in that. The, you know, you have to follow the lead of the witness. Uh, the witness decides, or, or in this case, the slides holder, they decide what's going to be done where and what's going to be released by who. And so your hands are tied a little bit and all you can do is advise. And unfortunately, especially with someone who doesn't know this field, they had, you know, I think three main advisors. They had Tom, Don, and Jaime. And Jaime, you know, uh, to a normal person, they might not know that Jaime's not a really researcher or investigator. He's more of a showman. Um, he's going to be looking at how do we sensationalize? How do we make this a big dramatic story? Um, so that's going to be what he's, he's a TV guy, TV producer. Uh, and you're not being the kind. investigator. <laughs> yeah. Being, you're being kind. Well, one thing that I mentioned in the, in the, uh, pre-segment uh, uh, before we had you on, and I mentioned a new development based on the work of Dave Rudiak, who uh, has looked into the Palmer Collection, um, who was the, uh, the private collector who uh, allegedly ended up with this particular specimen. Um, what we found out uh, is that it was possibly put on display in the town that I live in, here in Camp Verde. Oh, wow. And um, oh, I, went down right. yeah. Uh, yeah, I went down to Montezuma's Castle, and I spoke with some of the uh, the, um, Which the is park. where it was found, right near where you live. Well, I, I'm not sure. I think it may have been found in Mesa Verde, but then it ended up in the Palmer Collection. And it, it ended was up found. Here. We do know now it was found at Montezuma Castle. We actually okay. have an well, account. If that's the case, then, then um, I think that we have a very good chance of actually, um, with the help of Clifford Mahoudi, who is very well versed oh, in yeah. um, in the laws that are on the books. You know, he worked in Washington D.C. for many years and is quite up to speed on on the uh, Antiquities Acts and because of the Kennewick man, how that's changed. He is going to be uh, making uh, an effort to uh, gain access to the body, which has not been buried. Are you sure about that? I'm 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 almost positive at this point, based on the information I have. And if that's the case, you know, they're either going to quickly bury this or. We're going to be able to get Clifford to somehow get through the side door on this, and 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 I'm I'm hoping to gain access uh, to this 
a particular uh, small small mummy. And if that's the case, and we can, with a certain degree of certainty, uh, you know, establish that this is the uh, the body that that was photographed, then that will put this whole thing to rest uh, once and for yeah. all. That would and be I don't great. care what Linda has to say, what Jaime has to say, what yeah. Adam has to say. If that body is uh, proven to be the one in the photograph, uh, end of story. Well, I already think it's end of story, and I don't care what they have to say about it anymore already because I think it, it's so case closed at this point. But even though they keep making noise, and I'm reticent to do any more work on this case, even though I keep getting pulled into it because uh, the Roswell group, I talk with some of them, and they, you know, we've been in communication. So I have done some work along these lines, and it may be helpful to you. And I hadn't thought of Clifford. That's a great way, yeah. or well, even the Navajo Rangers, to get help. Let's this do our break here, guys, thing. and we'll get into okay. this. Okay. Yeah, and I gotta story. say one thing. We, we got more to come about this. Trying to, you know. Dot the I's, cross the T's about Slidegate. Alejandro Rojas with Gene and Chris. And you're in. What is the name of the show again? <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> the Paracast. Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. If the IRS has garnished your paycheck or seized money from your bank account, you need to get professional tax help now. Fast action is required to put a halt to these aggressive IRS collection tactics. You can count on the knowledgeable team of tax professionals at Walland Associates. With over 30 years of experience, Walland Associates has settled the tax problems of thousands of taxpayers for a small fraction of what they owed. For a free face-to-face consultation, call 1-800-425-4610 to put a wall between you and the IRS. 1-800-425-4610 or look for us on the web at wallandassociates.net. We solve tax problems. If you hire Walland Associates today, you'll never have to talk to the IRS again. To stop the levies and seizures today, take action now. Call Walland Associates at 1-800-425-4610. Walland Associates. 1-800-425-4610. Based on actual cases, results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. 
The Genesis Communications Network is one of America's premier broadcasters of captivating talk radio. We thank you for listening. Now, Now, just imagine there are thousands of people who are just as passionate about radio as you are. But what you may not realize is how easy and affordable it is to advertise with us. Radio commercials for your business could be heard on hundreds of radio stations across the U.S. every day. We can help you by creating an effective radio advertising campaign for your company. From script writing to producing your commercial, just like the one you're listening to right now. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Hi, this is Steve Sanchez, and based on a recent study, it was found that 57 million Americans had legal issues over the last 12 months, but only 60% of those studied sought out the services of a lawyer. Why? In a nutshell, affordability. While my friends at Legal Shield have created a solution that can help you not if, but when you need an attorney. For as little as $17 per month, Legal Shield will provide you unlimited access to qualified attorneys at an accomplished law firm for advice and counsel on legal issues no matter how serious or trivial. For over 40 years and with 1.4 million families across North America, Legal Shield can help you, the loyal GCN listener. Representatives are standing by now to answer your questions, so call them now at 1-855-340-SAVE. That's 1-855-340-7283 or visit them at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Results will vary from case to case. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to the Paracast. With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, <laughs> trying to do the last due diligence about Slidegate, because I see that every effort to stop talking about it is not going to succeed. Well, you know, there's one thing, Gene, that nobody has brought up, and it's like one of those force for the trees no-brainers. If this slide is from 1947... And it's showing this particular desiccated body that's obviously been dead for a long time. Is there something wrong with that picture? Then there's no connection at all to Roswell just based on the condition of the body and the claim of a 1947 date. I mean, that right there, in my mind, ends the conversation. That is so funny that you say that because I felt like a complete idiot a few days ago. When and I think it was the MUFON Facebook forum or and some lady, just some random older lady came in there and said pretty much what you said. Has anybody thought that if this slides from 1947, that body obviously uh, has been uh, dead for a long time. So it can't be from Roswell. That is a great point, and I don't. I I feel like an idiot for not thinking of that before. Nor have I heard the Roswell Slides Group or anybody really mention that. And I wonder if that question has been posed to to Don and crew. You know, um, it's a great point. But <laughs> I wanted to get back to me. 
So we do have, and I have a link to it in my story, an article from uh, something like 1896. It's an article, or no, it's from 1940, sorry. And it, and it is written by S.L. Palmer. And he tells the exact story of how they found the body and how they found it in Montezuma's castle. Um, but then, like you mentioned, there are some stories about how the body was at Mesa Verde um, and then also at the Montezuma Castle uh, Museum. I emailed the National Park Service and had some conversation with their anthropologist where he said he didn't know a lot of information, but he would do some search. Uh, he did go check with a colleague. And then he got back with me and said, I'm sorry, we can't share any more information about that body. And um, the reason I, I, I'm guessing is because and they're tight-lipped about these bodies that they have returned. So essentially, just for your audience, even though you guys have probably covered this, that a lot of these bodies, I mean, S.L. Palmer talks about how they were just going on vacation and then they decided to do some excavating. So anybody could go to these ruins and take junk out of it. And that's essentially what they did. And that's how they got this this body. But um, in the 80s, you know, uh, the Native Americans, the Pueblo Indians, the ancestors of the Anasazis wanted all those bodies back so they could rebury them. They did win. The National Park Service gave back their bodies in the late 90s, uh, and supposedly uh, they were reburied. That's why many assume that uh, this body was also reburied, but perhaps it wasn't, like you said, uh, yeah. Chris, because they're not giving information about the details of this body. And well, I guess there's one a press of the release. reasons. There's a press release uh -huh. out that does talk about it a little bit, which was given to me really? two days ago when I went to the castle. Oh, the castle really? is just down the road from my house. I mean, I, I right. go to the top of my hill and I can see it. Right. Right, which is so interesting uh, that it's right here in our backyard. But I, I, one of the things that I guess they don't do is even talk about the bodies because they feel that they're, it's disrespectful even to talk about them. So I'm sure especially some of the people who are more sensitive about this in, in the Native American uh, community are probably not very happy about the whole discussion uh, at that level as well. But like you said, I mean, if we could find out more, that would be interesting. I think it's all interesting, but uh, – I mean, you know, we've talked about it. First of all, one of the things, you know, when people started getting upset with me, I started getting emails from Jaime and Don and others when I wrote my story when it was case closed. And they were like, why didn't you include our science, first of all? And second of all, well, that was their main argument. But the issue is when you look at the picture, the layman, and this is why I think so many people are so upset. When you look at the picture, even as a layman, it looks like a mummified body in a museum. And I think people are like, what the heck were you trying to tell me this was an alien for? And so when it looks like that, I think the question in people's mind predominantly is, how could you think this is anything other than a mummified body? And that's the question that I think these guys have to answer, that they're reticent to answer, that they're, they're being very, I think, aloof about. Yeah. That's and how much argument. money did this whole fiasco generate for you? That's another great question. And, you know, I know some behind the scenes. I even know some numbers. But uh, I'll tell you what, the person who, uh, as far as I know, Possibly Adam Dew and group made a, a decent amount, but uh, Jaime's the guy, you know, that the money went to. He says he lost money on the whole thing, but he's changed his figures around several times. If there were really 6,000 people there and another, let's say, maybe 1,000 people, possibly even, they said, possibly a million people 
looking at the uh, the stream online for twenty dollars or whatever it was, then you know that's a big figure. Well, you know, unless you get an audit, which he doesn't have to deliver if he's mm-hmm. not public corporation, unless okay. there is some kind of public disclosure, you know, he can say anything he wants. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. He can say anything he wants and still it's going to be what it's going to be. The thing that bothers me, in addition to the fact that it looked like a mummy in a museum, is if you had a real alien body that you recovered at Roswell or any recent time, you wouldn't stick it in a museum case. You would have it in a secured area and also find ways to protect people from possible alien viruses. I mean, that would be like job number one. You know, get out the hazmat suits and everything. Right. Not according to Linda. That That's an alien body was put out there just to see if people would uh, notice what it was and, uh, and end of story. Oh, sure. I can believe that. You know, that's also part of it there. Linda Moten Howe, and I think Whitley Strieber's back on this kick now. That this That's- thing is all a secret plot from someone to test our reaction to the presence. A secret plot to convince people that this is an alien body to test their reaction. I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, Whitley Strieber was one of the first guys to come out and say, this is a farce, this is terrible, uh, what's going on here? And then he did this interview with Jaime that totally changed his mind. And he did this interview with Jaime and and Linda Howe with this really wild idea. And I'm sorry, but this is really, really bad. This is just really silly and ridiculous. And this is the kind of thing that really just, um, I think, can makes the mainstream or the average person think that, you know, that this community is ridiculous because by that logic, any strange thing in any museum could be extraterrestrial or alien. And it's the government trying to put it on display to, I, to, I don't even understand why they would want to do that. But, uh, I mean, the danger of, like you said, if they were to do this to contaminating people or some sort of contamination, but also the danger of the object getting stolen, um, the danger of somebody, a scientist saying, hmm, this is weird. I'm going to do a DNA test and find out that it's uh, it's weird. I mean, I don't know. And the other problem is, is best case scenario, and I think this body is probably normal. Uh, I think these scientists are just really inept. Uh, I think they've proved that. But even if there are some physical anomalies, then here again, we've got the Greer now uh, alien body. We've got a a human body that uh, has some sort of abnormalities, but uh, it has nothing to do with, you know, aliens or UFOs. or Yeah, where do you think the, the Adam Dew idea probably came from? <laughs> it's a good question, and there are lots of similarities. But, you know, one difference here is that uh, – at least Jaime's scientists are standing by their their theory that, you know, this thing is abnormal and non-human, where what was really difficult about the Greer situation was that his scientist was saying that this thing is inequivocally, this thing is definitely human, and Greer kept going around saying, no, that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is, uh, which was really frustrating, he would say, no, I'm sorry, you don't understand what he said. Here's what he said. No, he said it very clear in uncertain terms to several media groups. This is, this is human. Um, so at least you don't have that aspect, but it's still uh, certainly frustrating. 
And the reason I get so frustrated is especially Don out of this. I mean, Tom, I don't know. He's kind of in the background. I, I've never seen him. Uh, I, I like the guy, and, and this is means no disrespect, but um, not as like a lifetime hardcore researcher. He definitely has done helped Don and did some great work on his own and getting some witnesses and, and, and everything when it comes to the Roswell case. But Don is someone I just know better. I, I have I he's a friend. I really you know like better the than guy. he used to know better. <laughs> yeah, and I I think that's it exactly. So that's what's really frustrating. Uh, it, it's difficult to see him go through this, and it's difficult to see him continue to put himself uh, in this difficult situation. We'll have more about this and other subjects. Really, we're going to get to other subjects. I promise. Gene and Chris Alejandro Rojas joins us. You're in the Paracast. Free from the shackles of corporate America, we're the place for independent thinkers. GCN. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state in back taxes, you know they'll never stop coming after you. With bank levies, wage garnishments, they'll even seize your home or business. The good news? A government program for tax debt forgiveness. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative. I'm Paul Sibley. With U.S. Tax Shield, we can help navigate the new laws, get you protected, and resolve your tax issues permanently. Call the experts at U.S. Tax Shield now for your free consultation and get a guaranteed quote to resolve your case. Call 800-436-6451. That's 800-436-6451. It's a terrifying thought. You're trapped somewhere without a radio and no access to GCN shows. A doctor's office. The DMV. Your mother-in-laws. Come on, stay for dinner. That's what makes the newly redesigned GCN Live app a true lifesaver. Listen to your favorite GCN hosts and programming on your smartphone, wherever you are. Download yours free on iTunes or Google Play. The new GCN Live app. Don't leave home without it. Are you suffering from EP? The symptoms include fraudulent charges to your credit card. Your subway card says it's empty, but you bought it yesterday. Someone's been in your hotel room, but the desk clerk says they only show you entering the room. These are signs of EP. Electronic pickpocketing. Payment cards, transit cards, even hotel room keys. Use a radio chip so you can just wave your card at the register, the turnstile, or your hotel room door. But what's convenient for you is also convenient for thieves waving scanners to electronically pickpocket you without even touching you. The good news is there's a cure. ID Stronghold has created leather wallets and clutches that have built-in EP protection. Layers of shielding material cleverly concealed in a beautiful leather wallet that stops the symptoms of EP. Go to IDStronghold.com now and get the cure. IDStronghold.com. Warning, ID Stronghold wallets could lead to feelings of safety and security, comfort in crowds, and euphoria. If you experience these emotions, immediately inform your friends and family about IDStronghold.com so they can feel better too. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Alejandro Rojas of Open Minds joins us with Gene and Chris. A little bit more discussion about Slidegate. I should mention I did send a formal invitation to Don Schmidt to come on the Paracast, explain himself, answer the questions... Haven't heard from him yet. I don't know if he'd want to, but Alejandro, he's your friend. 
tell him that we will treat him fairly, but he still has to answer the questions. Don Schmidt talks about Slygate on the Paracast. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, cool. We got a we got a stinger for the show. If it ever <laughs> yeah, there you go. You could use that. <laughs> yeah, he'll be on the show eventually, and we'll see if he'll talk about it. He he hasn't really even done an interview with me either. Like I said, I'm reticent to come back to this whole thing. I think maybe I would do a short. Uh, video interview, Skype interview with Adam Do if he wants to eventually. He says he might. But uh, it's just so done and over. The placard says it's a mummy. The mummy's been – or a mummified body. The history of the mummified body has been discovered. It's a mummified body. They got to quit arguing that we have some sort of responsibility to them because we do not. They have the responsibility as the people making these huge claims – to prove to us otherwise, and it has to be better than just we have some scientists in Mexico who uh, speak Spanish who are saying that they've measured things on this slide that is over 50 years old, and these measurements to them signify there's something strange here. That just doesn't fly, especially when we have more credentialed scientists that are English-speaking. Not to say English-speaking are better, but at least they're able to articulate um, their findings who, in no uncertain terms, have have guaranteed us that this is a, a human body. And the layman can also look at the image and verify that for themselves. So, uh, you know, and what's really funny about this is Don himself told me uh, many, uh, when I first talked to him about Brigalia and, and some of his things, and he didn't give me details. He told me, you know, just, well, we're going to release more. What Brigalia is releasing is rumors. But he did tell me, you know, in the end, I do realize there's not going to be anything definitive here because it is just an image. And we can't do any DNA. We can't do anything to to prove definitively it's ET. It's just an image. And he's right. The dawn of yesteryear is correct that, you know, there's there's no further you can take that. So it's kind of a dead end. And especially for us, I'm more interested, and I think you all are probably similar, in that we're harsh on cases. We, we are skeptical and we uh, – because – you know what? We've seen the videos. We've seen the pictures. We've probably even seen, you guys have probably seen anomalous things yourselves with your own eyes. It's not a question of whether or not there's anomalous things happening in the world. It's a question of how good is the material that we can gather and that we can collect to show the rest of the world this is happening. And we don't want to look foolish and just making these wild claims without being able to back them up. We want the good material out there that we can back up, that is compelling to the general public. And that's where we need to spend our our efforts, not on goofball junk like this. You know what? Also, I think it's happened here is this puts the nail in the coffin to the chances of finding anything more about Roswell. First of all, people are going to be soured about it. People who might have some piece of information will look at this and be disgusted. Why should I get involved in this train wreck in this circus? So we almost here, as a result of this, have to set aside Roswell, give it up, get on to something else. Maybe, but the public's memory is more short-term, and we have this mass um, societal ADD kind of world going on. So I think it won't be long till for people to forget it. 
it does kind of taint the the idea of Roswell. So, I mean, you're always afraid of like the Doug and Dave thing. The public now, when I talk to practically anybody in the general public, they say we're in crop circles. Those two old guys, you know, they just got this idea that they're a hoax and they were these two old guys. Um, with Roswell, you know, you always run the the fear of people attaching. Um, wasn't that hoaxed by, you know, this guy in Mexico, <laughs> you know, uh, people kind of simplifying everything down to a simple answer. So I think it, it makes it harder, but I'm hopeful, I guess, that it doesn't close the books in regard to the public. In talking about public interest, you were over at this event, Contact in the Desert, or whatever you call it in the desert, Circus in the Desert. What was that about? Well, I mean, these are just some people, and, and this is what's unique about Contact in the Desert. It's, it's very metaphysical. These are uh, people that run the Joshua Tree Center, and it's, a, it's kind of a metaphysical kind of place you go to. It's got houses. And these houses have, um, you know, a teacher's room, which is a separate room with a bathroom. And then it has dorm rooms where there's a bunch of beds throughout the house. So it's kind of like this teacher-student type of setup where people come and maybe they're taught about yoga or they're taught about healing. And they have all of these sort of things. So it's, it's a metaphysical-centered place. Um, actually, I found out just recently that it's a good friend of mine, um, Steve Murillo from from Los Angeles. He's uh, used to be with MUFON, but he does paranormal uh, a paranormal meetup out there. Uh, he wanted to do a UFO event because he's into UFOs. They thought it was a great idea. Eventually, you know, Contact in the Desert ended up running it, and they decided, yeah, let's do a UFO thing, even though the, you know UFOs isn't their main deal. So they kind of looked around. Uh, Googled UFOs and uh, saw the personalities that were involved in, and uh, invited them to start doing these talks. And so this is the, was the third year. It's in the desert. It's hot. It's, um, you know, they've got several different buildings with about five or six events going on at the same time. You, you got to stand in line outside to get into the event. Uh, the rooms are sort of not that big, so you're not guaranteed to get into your first choice, but hopefully you'll get into your third or fourth. Um, so it's different. You know, a lot of the people out there are camping because you don't have a lot of uh, motels and hotels nearby. Uh, so, so it's a younger crowd. It's a metaphysical crowd, a lot of kind of hippies and stuff like that. Lots of body odor, but, uh, lots of body odor, <laughs> yeah, you know, hot in the desert and, you no know, showers. the crowd is, is not into showering so much anyway. Quarter potties that are overflowing. Well, no, they actually have good good bathroom facilities. They don't have oh, good. porta potties. Uh, they they do have bathrooms uh, throughout the center, so you're good that way. Um, so and and you know it is in the town of Joshua Tree, so there's grocery stores and things like that nearby. So, um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting gathering. Um, I don't know the figures I've seen. I I to me it seemed like this year was a little smaller. See. But if I say something, it's going to be tainted because people are going to think, oh, I'm just kind of saying stuff to pump up our event, the UFO Congress, which is the Guinness World's Record winner for the largest UFO conference. But uh, anyway, um, you know, I think they had a little bit less people there, but they had a big crowd and uh, it is more um, – Metaphysical. I mean, metaphysical. So there's a lot of topics that 
personally, I am not as into. Um, so there's not as many lectures that I get excited about there. Um, Giorgio Sukulos goes out there. Uh, I know I'm not, I, I don't see it eye to eye with all the ancient alien stuff, but I love Giorgio. He's so fun. He's so entertaining. He's a really cool guy. It's always good to see him. Otherwise I see my other good old buddies, the same old people we see around. Um, but, uh, I, that's, that's the event out there. So does that answer your question? <laughs> You were mentioning a younger age group because we see yeah. even at the International UFO Congress, mm -hmm. more and more older people coming to those. I won't specify a median age. I'm sure you folks probably know what it is. But something like the event in the desert, and we'll have to do a break in a moment, so we'll have the answer in our next segment. That is, what age group on average are we talking about? 20s, 30s, 40s? What is it? Interesting to find out. We have Alejandro Rojas from Open Minds. A lot more to talk about. Plus, we have some questions from our listeners at forum.theparacast.com. Once again, that's forum.theparacast.com. With Gene and with Chris, you're in The Paracast. You pick up the receiver with your heart racing and sweat dripping from your forehead. You finally muster the courage to dial the number to call into your favorite talk radio show. It rings once, twice, and then... Hello, it's GCN. What's your name and the state you're calling from? Surprised you got through, you squeak out. Jason from Minnesota. Please hold. As you patiently wait for your turn, you begin to daydream about being a famous talk radio host and what it would be like to have your own show. Jason from Minnesota, you're up. Millions of loyal listeners worldwide waiting to call and talk to you. Caller, are you there? Cheering crowds surround you, calling out your name. Going once, twice. Okay, we gotta move on to the next caller. You blew it. Huh? Wait, no! Interact with the host you're listening to right now online at GCNlive.com. Click on the community link. Engage with other listeners. Ask questions. Start debates. Don't agree with the host? Let them know. Be a part of the community at GCNlive.com. Gold, it's like nothing else on Earth. From the Romans through the Renaissance, from the Industrial Age to the Space Age, gold has weathered the test of time. For 6,000 years, gold has remained the ultimate store of wealth. According to the World Gold Council and the U.S. Mint, demand is at an all-time high. The stage is being set for the reemergence of gold as the common-sense alternative to a fiat paper currency that gets weaker every day. Midas Resources is proud to offer the hard-hitting report that arms you with the truth you need to protect you and your family from the Fed's plans for your hard-earned money. Don't gamble with your future. Call Midas Resources today and ask for your free copy of As Good As Gold. Call 1-800-686-2237 for the report the Fed hopes you'll never see. As Good As Gold can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. If you have ever thought about owning gold, you must read this report. Call Midas today at 800-686-2237. There's a man named Dr. Joel Wallach who is anything but your typical doctor, both a veterinarian and naturopathic physician. Doc asks, why does the United States spend more money on health care by far and still rank 50th in health and longevity worldwide? He believes that people should empower themselves with a basic understanding of nutrition, take charge of their health, and attain optimal health and longevity through nutrition, not by toxic prescription drugs that lead to side effects and more toxic prescription drugs. 
Doc Wallach's message is resonating with an increasing number of Americans who are waking up to all the big government, big pharma, and big insurance manipulation of our health care system. I'm George Norrie, and I like what Doc Wallach is saying and doing to enlighten people about health care. Visit criticalhealthnews.com and listen to Dr. Wallach's Deadly Recipes Lecture. It makes a lot of sense, and I urge you to join our Critical Health News team. Go to criticalhealthnews.com. That's criticalhealthnews.com. Did you know that drinking pure, high alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps Helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We continue with Alejandro Rojas. Let me tell you, first of all, that for a limited time only, we're still giving away the free copy of Stalking the Tricksters, the ebook version for those who subscribe to one year or more of Paracast Plus. We also offer the exclusive After the Paracast podcast. That's another radio show we do. And you can only get that show if you sign up for Paracast Plus. Plus, you also get the ad free version of this show with higher quality audio. All that stuff, $5 a month and for a year or five years. If you sign up for those periods, $50 or $175, we get you stalking the tricksters from Chris O'Brien. We've got Alejandro Rojas here, and I asked him a question about the contact in the desert, Joshua Tree, California. What kind of age group did you see? Well, that's what's funny. Uh, You have the metaphysical crowd, which is kind of the hippies and the younger people, uh, lots of younger couples around, I would say, even 20s, 30s. And then you have the traditional group of the retirees, and you have little in between, really. But, you know, what I saw a lot less of this year was our UFO Congress older crowd, and that kind of puts a bad taint. Even though, you know, it, it, we have crowd, the crowd is, you know, among uh, all age groups, and we've had a lot of younger people lately, but, you know, the, yet the average age is still up there. The older people, I think, aren't able to take the heat as much, so there weren't as many of the, the older crowd there this year. But, yeah, a lot of couples in their 20s and 30s, I think a lot of them, too, are... You know, their girlfriends of, of, or their wives of, are into metaphysicals and stuff, and so they kind of drug their, their spouse or boyfriend with them kind of stuff. Also, you know, I think a lot of people, uh, I think it's a lot of Californians, want an excuse to go camping because, uh, you know, uh, so it's, it's, you can go camping and then see these lectures as well. Chris, we have some questions from our listeners. Maybe get a couple in here now. 
Yeah, it's uh, good that we're moving on a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> here's one that comes from Cosmonaut, and he's been a longtime poster at, uh, at the Paracast since 2009. And, uh, of course, you also can pose questions for our guests if you go to forum.theparacast.com and look for our question bank. And this comes from someone who's only posted 17 messages, Alejandro, in mm-hmm. uh, uh, six years. So uh, you brought him, you're bringing him out of the woodwork here. All right. So he wants to know if you believe that any of the classic 1950s contact D cases are legitimate. And he wants to know about all about Wendell Stevens and his UFO contact from a series of books. Uh, he's wondering where you come down on, on Wendell's work. He has another question about uh, the omission of UFO research, but we'll, we'll uh, handle that uh, next. Okay. Uh, the contactees is an awesome topic. I love the contactee topic, and I love the giant rock topic. And one of the interesting things is, even though it's kind of a large cultural phenomenon, especially for us in the UFO field, it's kind of getting lost to obscurity. I mean, uh, it was this kind of side fringe kind of movement And it's not necessarily something that was recorded well. And as time goes on, people begin to forget all about this stuff. But sociologically, I think it's really interesting as well. Giant rock uh, is is Joshua Tree's kind of as close to this giant rock that's in the California desert. In fact, last year was the first time when I went to Joshua Tree, I got to go visit the giant rock. And it was owned by this guy who believed he was talking to extraterrestrials. He was actually friends with Howard Hughes. He had worked with Howard Hughes. Um, Howard George, Hughes George Van Tassel. In. George Van Tassel. Van Tassel is his name. And he would have these annual conferences out in the desert, and it hot. Thousands of people would come, drive their cars, and stand out in the desert. They had this makeshift wooden podium with like this uh, big speaker that people would speak into and tell people about how they met when talked with aliens. This is one of the difficult things with people uh, with, I think, people who believe they've talked with aliens and and their followers. I think you have to be careful. A lot of these guys are charlatans who just uh, – because it's easy to go say, I talked to, talk to aliens and be authoritative and certain about it and get a large following. You can do that. I've known and heard stories of how people who do this tell other people, you want to be big in this field? Tell people people you're talking to aliens write a book about it people will invite you to conferences and you can do lectures and you'll get a big following and it's true it's easy to do so uh, just ask Stephen Greer <laughs> yeah so you have to be careful with this sort of thing the other thing with the contactees is now a lot of the science that they say they learned from the aliens is really kind of outdated we know much more about all the planets of course Adamski saying people lived on Venus and and describing what he saw when he flew around to the planets. So it's interesting. Can I say for certain that none of those people talk to aliens? No, I don't know. Most of their messages were very positive, you know, about how we need to save the planet and everything. So that's a good thing. Um, Also, I do a talk about about UFOs and religion and how extraterrestrials and the UFO movement has affected religion and spawned new ones. And there are at least one religion, and I can't think of the name right now, but... The Raelians. Not the Raelians. It's a different one that's better than that. Raelians really kind of out there. But it's, you know, very positive about how it's very inclusive. We don't believe any religion is right. We believe we have to treat each other well and we're all one. I mean, these very positive. It's a very positive religion. If this religion continues to flourish like it has and it becomes one of the major religions in the future, 
I don't see a problem with that because it's better with than a lot of the other religions, uh, including the traditional ones. In my eyes, I'm I'm agnostic, so I don't subscribe to any religious tradition. So they're all kind of weird to me. So it's an interesting uh, movement. I don't know if the, any of them were actually talking with extraterrestrials. One of the things that I did many years ago is I learned, I used to teach meditation. And then when I started doing abduction research, I noticed that the regression uh, protocols were very simple, similar to the meditation protocols. Uh, so I went to school to get a certificate in hypnotherapy. And I learned and then practiced, uh, have practiced somewhat in the hypnotherapy. And, uh, but I learned something very interesting. And then I, I got a degree. I have a bachelor's in psychology. And I, I've learned that the mind is uh, very susceptible to false memories, to uh, fantasy. And often the mind cannot determine whether or not that fantasy is real or not. So if you have, let's say, a dream or even a meditation that's very vivid, there's no telling. It's difficult for the mind and the person to know if that came from a third party when actually it did spawn from your own mind. I mean, that's what dreams are about. Look how weird dreams are. Or if you, even if you get into Freud, that's what Freud was all about, dream interpretation and how dreams are a manifestation of your emotion and your emotional state and your subconscious. That's uh, more where Jung came in about how these are manifestations of a subconscious and common understandings that we all have. So I've gone through and I've walked people through a uh, essentially what's a guided meditation or a hypnotherapy um, session. And the mind comes up with this wild, wild stuff. And every time people are like, I don't know how I came up with that stuff. So I think a lot of people prescribe or uh, a lot of people assume that these ideas and concepts that come up in their mind are from a third party when they're not. Let's talk more about let's talk more about this in our next segment with Alejandro Rojas talking about contactees. And I'll drop one thought before we do that. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. 
It's very easy to be a criminal. All you need to burglarize a home is one simple household tool, a pair of scissors. If your home security system can be compromised by a criminal using scissors, then you're making it easy for them. Almost every home security system, even those sold by big name companies, has a weakness. The phone line. You shell out $1,500, get locked into a long-term contract, and think you're safe. But a burglar can destroy your alarm in seconds with one snip. And when a burglar cuts your phone line, you're you're defenseless. Simply Safe Home Security is the smarter choice. Built by Harvard engineers, Simply Safe uses a wireless connection to call the cops. Scissors can't cut it, and that means your home stays safe. 24/7 professional monitoring is under $15 a month with no contract. Simply Safe Home Security keeps you safer than the other guys for half the cost. Protect your home with the alarm you can trust. Simply Safe. Go to simplysafedefense.com now for an exclusive 10% offer. That's simplysafedefense.com. Farmers keep their livestock lean and healthy with a mineral-rich diet. Before market, they cut off minerals, leaving them to crave high-calorie grains. If weight control is this easy, why prescribe surgery for humans? Avoid 900 different diseases by getting 90 essential nutrients. Check out SonsOfLibertyTeam.com, order your healthy start pack, and get your 90 for life, or call 855-301-TEAM. Essential, not optional. 90 for life at SonsOfLibertyTeam.com or 855-301-TEAM. That's 855-301-TEAM. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Quantitative easing, unemployment at depression levels, Europe financial system falling apart, China getting out of U.S. treasuries. At the end of 2008, the time of TARP, the national debt was at 11 trillion gold, trading around $850 per ounce. Close to 2012, the national debt exceeded 16.4 trillion, gold doubled to $1,600 per ounce. The 20 trillion threshold for the national debt is inevitable. Politicians in Washington have a ferocious appetite for spending and stimulus. What's worse, a printing press to finance. A hundred years ago, we had a gold standard to limit this madness, but now you have to adopt your own gold standard. Don't be fooled with paper promises. Get Midas Resources 10 Reasons to Buy Gold free by calling 800-686-2237. Understanding the gold and silver market may be the only insurance you could have to avoiding the next economic crisis. Call 1-800-686-2237 and order your free copy. Again, that's 800-686-2237. This is Robert Hastings, author of UFOs and Nukes, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, Alejandro Rojas talking about the contactee movement. Now, I sometimes want to put a positive view on things, although people think that I'm always negative. And I thought, well, (laughs) maybe it's possible that one or more of these contactees had some kind of real experience, but it wasn't repeated, so they had to have more experiences because suddenly they're famous. Mm. These unknown people have followers. And the other theory, and that came from Howard Manger, by the way, because he said that, that he thought his contact was really a government experiment, that some mind-control people were pulling stunts in the 50s and 60s 
giving these people, maybe vulnerable or whatever reason, the impression that they've been contacted by ET when they were just subjected to drugs or something. What's your perception, Alejandro? That is a really great point, and I do believe that happens. I believe that the Billy Meyer case is probably uh, along those lines and others. And you know who coined a phrase? I don't know if you've seen Ben Hansen or had Ben Hansen on the show. I hope you guys, if you haven't, you need to to talk about this because he's done a lot of work in this because he's got a, a background with the FBI and he's done a lot of work and thought on profiling and things like this. He calls it legendizing. When something really does happen to someone, they get a lot of fame for it, but it doesn't happen again. So then they start to uh, fabricate hoax um, in order to stay in the limelight. And he calls it legendizing, where they're legendizing themselves. And I do think that that is a, something that happens probably quite a bit in this field. And uh, I, I, my, personally, that's where I put like the Billy Meyer case. Adamski is a good example. He did have some real sightings mm-hmm. very early on, and then you know when he was at Mount Palomar there, and and uh, and then later on, of course, uh, it evolved into a whole belief system and, and lots of tall tales. But but one thing I want to mention is uh, Ray Stanford uh, met and actually spent uh, considerable amounts of time with all the the most famous of the contactees: uh, Adamski, Daniel Fry, you know George Hunt Williamson. Uh, George Van Tassel, the list goes on and on. You know, he's made this comment to me several times, and in fact, he just made it to me recently, that out of all the people that he talked to that claimed to have contactee experiences, he said he didn't believe any of them. He thought maybe some of them had had, had, had sightings at a distance, but none had had contact. He said, with one exception, and he said, Truman Bethram is the only one that he actually believed because, first of all, there was some physical evidence involved. And second of all, he did something very uh, inexplicable. He privately wrote a book, a love, a long love poem in, in book size, to Ora Raines, the diminutive female captain of the ship, who supposedly uh, Bethram had been in contact with. And it was all done in rhyming couplets. Now, the book was never released publicly. Only a few copies were made that were given uh, out privately. Now, why would someone go to all that trouble to write a whole book, a love poem in rhyming couplets, and then not try to capitalize on it unless he was either completely delusional, which Ray didn't think he was, or that he was so impressed by his contact the experience that uh, it, it had a profound effect on him, and he fell in love with his <laughs> his Aura Reigns, the captain. So just for what it's worth, that comes from somebody who spent a lot of time with uh, many, if not most, of the uh, the famous contactees and pretty much debunked them all, with the exception of Truman Bathroom, just a little aside there. Mm. That's interesting, too, because Truman Bethram was kind of the poster child for the hick kind of contactee type person, right? I mean, because he was tall and awkward. They used to show his picture a lot. And I believe one of the more famous pictures they had of him was in his overalls. And he was holding some sign that said uh, something about UFOs and aliens. It's a famous, one of the famous giant rock pictures. Mm-hmm. And I know that was posted in the news a lot back then. Right. And I've always thought it was interesting because it, and sad, tragic in a, in a way, because he always, from what I've read and everything was a very nice, you know, like a lot of these people, very nice and, and uh, kind and, you know, with positive messages. Well, yeah. Well, uh, getting to uh, another uh, pivotal f- uh, figure in the field uh, who is pretty much responsible with 
unleashing the Billy Meyer beamship phenomenon on the <laughs> on the world, uh, along with Lee and Britt Elders. Um, of course, I'm speaking about Wendell Stevens, who had quite a, an amazing collection of UFO materials uh, spanning uh, many decades that uh, John Rayo and the Open Minds uh, crew there uh, managed to obtain from Wendell. And uh, you guys have have this uh, wonderful treasure trove of, uh, you know, period articles and, and books and all sorts of stuff that uh, Wendell collected over the years. Where do you come down about Wendell? He was quite an enigmatic figure. And, you know, these UFO contact from some of the strange titles that he came up with, yeah. uh, a couple of which I, I actually own that are signed. Where do you come down on Wendell's work? I mean, I think he was he was someone who was interested in the topic for for decades, you know, early on. So he collected a lot of material. He collected material about sightings, but especially about, yeah, contact cases. I think he believed a lot of these cases, but, you know, and and ended up recording a lot of them. Interesting enough, and and Antonio Junez, you know, mutual friend, I used to work with Open Minds. He's kind of a hermit right now, but uh, he made a good point when it came to uh, how his books came about, because a lot of these books, you know, about the contactees, he wrote while he was in prison. And that's what's interesting. A lot of, he went to prison. A lot of people had said that he was set up by the government. But Antonio makes a point. If that's true, they did the worst job ever because all that did was give him time to write books and get more of its information out than ever right. before. So it's a silly thing. And, and you know, that's... I don't believe he was set up. I think that, uh, you know, he unfortunately committed some crime and did the time. And, you know, he came out having been able to have this uh, this record of information. Mm-hmm. All of these things I say about Wendell are going to piss off so many people, and unfortunately <laughs> it does. But, you know— um, That's why you're on the Paracast. So that's why you're here. going there. Yeah, Well, 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 well let's, let's, let's kind of drill down a little bit— uh, uh, Wendell no, had no. A, a predilection for uh, young, uh, kind of barely teenage girls. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, right? I uh, glossed over that on purpose, but, you know, there's nothing okay about that. I mean, I'll, I'll just say that. I mean, that's how I feel is that, you know, he did, unfortunately, uh, was attracted to younger girls. In fact, he met his wife when she was, as they say, barely legal, and she's like, you know, much, much younger than he was his last wife before he uh, passed, and he did some inappropriate things, um, and uh, he did go to prison for um, uh, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, uh, a few cases of that, I believe, is what he was uh, his charged with, and um, so he, he went away for a while, um, and Unfortunately, unfortunate stage in his history, but that is, it's true that he had these um, tendencies, Ur- that he had this interest, and these urges, and that, um, you know, we, we know. Uh, we have plenty of, we know that this is the case. So that happened. Um, you know, besides that, though, with his research, um, what uh, the other thing that we've gotten a lot of heat for is at least when it comes to Billy Meyer. We were all really kind of on the fence a bit. Um, it's a huge case, and that's why I hadn't had tackled it thoroughly by the time that uh, I came to Open Minds. Well, but Mike Horn has made it toxic. Oh, he has. He's 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 one of the most awful people in this field. I don't say negative stuff about practically anybody, but Michael Horn is someone I I do not like, and he's he's a bad person, people. But. Uh, 
Um, we had him on the show our first year twice. Yeah. There was never a busier thread until it came to the Roswell slides or slide gate. Then it yeah. got busier. But well, I don't want to get into that anymore until we break because we have a couple of things to talk about. First, okay. of course, we're still giving away Stalking the Tricksters by Chris O'Brien to subscribers of Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com plus.theparacast.com. Sign up for one year or five years to get the book. You also get the ad-free version of this show. You get After the Paracast podcast. More stuff coming, video stuff, more stuff. What can I say? Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. We are the premier independent talk radio network. The Genesis Communications Network. G-C-N. Usually the older one gets, the less you are able to absorb amino acids and the less you are able to repair the 100 trillion cells of your body. As a result, you'll have less energy, your tissues will shrink, and you'll become wrinkled. An older person will typically injure more easily and heal more slowly. Not fun. However, if you can consume a protein powder that is easier to absorb then you may be able to gain back some strength, muscle, and speed of recovery. One World Whey is a highly digestible whey protein powder that may be the perfect answer for you. My name is Errol. I'm 74 years old. You know, the taste of One World Whey is amazing. I play pickleball, and since taking One World Whey and your trace mineral supplement, I have more energy and recover faster from my working out. I used to take another grass-fed whey protein powder, but now I'm getting much better results using One World Whey. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. It's very easy to be a criminal. All you need to burglarize a home is one simple household tool, a pair of scissors. If your home security system can be compromised by a criminal using scissors, then you're making it easy for them. Almost every home security system, even those sold by big name companies, has a weakness. The phone line. You shell out 1500 bucks, get locked into a long-term contract, and think you're safe. But a burglar can destroy your alarm in seconds with one snip. And when a burglar cuts your phone line, you you're defenseless. Simply Safe Home Security is the smarter choice. Built by Harvard engineers, Simply Safe uses a wireless connection to call the cops. Scissors can't cut it, and that means your home stays safe. 24/7 professional monitoring is under $15 a month with no contract. Simply Safe Home Security keeps you safer than the other guys for half the cost. Protect your home with the alarm you can trust. Simply Safe. Go to simplysafedefense.com now for an exclusive 10% offer. That's simplysafedefense.com. Hi, John Hubner from Midas Resources. Are you tired of watching your hard-earned assets dwindle away? As government spending is out of hand and the Federal Reserve is creating in excess of $20 billion a week, are you tired of stockbrokers gambling away your hard-earned money? Is this market a setup for a crash greater than 1987? Too many of today's policies resemble those that led to the collapse of 1929. This is John Hubner, and that was me in 2007. And we all know what happened when the subprime credit bubble burst. By March 2009, the dollar lost 50% of its value. The entire U.S. banking system was on the verge of collapsing. Like all financial problems of the past, is history about to repeat itself? Call me, John Hubner, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 129, before it's too late to protect yourself. Will the oncoming catastrophe take all private IRAs, 401ks with it? There is a way to protect your hard-earned assets. Call me, John Hubner, at one 800 686 
866-2237, extension 129. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. With Gene and Chris and Alejandro Rojas, we're talking about UFOs and the contactee movement and about, you know, whether some of these people might not have had genuine experiences that were not repeated so they wanted to get the fame and the fortune and so they kept it going after the initial encounter and what that does is kind of wreck the whole thing Mm -hmm. because there may be something genuine there but as soon as you try to put your handle on it you've got all this excess stuff and you get the impression well they're just lying they're not telling the truth so let's go on to something else Mm mm-hmm so I, I wanted to get back to the Billy Meyer with the Wendell Stevens because this is where it went bad for us is when we started using Wendell Stevens research because he may be, um, besides Michael Horn, the American with the most Billy Meyer material and, and research and everything. It began with Michael Schratt, great uh, guy. He's a very interesting fella, but uh, he is an aeronautics uh, expert and he began really examining the photos. He was actually pretty pro-Billy Meyer because he had friends that were really into it, especially some friends in Tucson. But then he started finding a lot of problems, and he started posting this information. Uh, He wrote a story about how there were lots of holes and loops and stuff for hanging the UFOs. Uh, He felt he saw lines along with these, you know, like I, this little screws you put into a model or something to hold it up. But he saw these things. So he quickly, he wrote this story where he debunked the, the pictures. A lot of people got really upset. He lost some friends. We lost some friends because they felt that we had uh, somehow, you know, been disloyal to Wendell or something like that. But you know what's primary with open minds? We try to be journalistic and we try to present the information and be truthful. Integrity is everything when it comes to journalism. For better or worse, luckily, you know, most of us have the characteristic where we're honest above everything. Um, and that's what gets us into trouble. Then Jason decided, we decided we got to do the Billy Meyer story. Who's going to write it? And Jason was the guy that drew the short straw. He did more thorough investigation into Wendell's material, and we just found more and more bad stuff. So uh, we found that Billy Meyer and crew were 
uh, confronted about the pictures and how the pictures had all of these problems. We found out that Billy Meyer had said, oh, well, guess what I found out? The aliens only just told me that the pictures were actually stolen many years ago by the government and replaced with fake ones. And the aliens didn't tell me now until like eight or nine years later, those silly aliens. Oh, yeah, those silly aliens are so stupid. And I've, I've brought all this up with Michael Horn because he can't deny it and he admits it, but then he quickly forgets it when he ar- makes his later <laughs> argument. So, you know, my favorite one is Alejandro is the alleged picture of Samyasi and, uh, and one of the other female aliens. And somebody yeah. happened to find where they got that image and, yeah. and blurred it out and fuzzed it out a little bit. And it was two of the girls that were featured on the Dean Martin show back in the 60s. Yeah. There is a really good website. Uh, they contacted us not about a year ago, and I can't remember. I wish I could remember the name of the site. It's like BillyMeyerResearch.com or something like that. This was a group. I talked to them, and, and I can't remember what country. I think it's an Eastern European country these guys live in. And they decided to research the case. They were on the fence, and they were kind of believers, actually. So they wanted to go case by case picture by picture to see what they could find out, to see if they could prove whether or not Billy Meyer was real. And so far, unfortunately, just like it was unfortunate for us, really, of course, we'd love to be able to prove Billy Meyer's talking to aliens, but uh, it didn't turn out to be the case. They have not found one photo they haven't been able to debunk. And Michael Horn really likes to say, you know, Billy Myers prediction, predicting the future. They have not found one prediction that didn't come out after it happened. So, yeah, they haven't found one case where the, the predictions were made or, or shared after the uh, prediction happened. So essentially what happens is, you know, uh, they'll say, oh, Billy Meyer. And I've, you know, again, I've talked to Michael Horn because I've told Michael Horn, well, all of these problems you have with what I'm saying, we'll bring you on the show. We'll talk about them. I'll give you your spot. And then we're done. You know, that's it. We've done our thing. We talked about that. And, and he argued that, well, no, Billy Meyer made the predictions many years ago. But because we didn't want the government to get to him or whatever, we don't share the predictions till after they happen. Oh, um, boy. Well, then that's not evidence. And he says, well, they're right there on my website. You can go look. And I'm like, I know you could see them on the website, but they're not posted until after they happen. But he said those books were written before. And I tell him, well, prove it. And he says, well, look at the books. And you don't see the books. They don't show you the books. They just put the information on the website. So I know Michael Horn will get really upset, but he has never disproven any of this stuff. He will not tell you about those pictures. He will tout those pictures and argue that the pictures are real. However, every time I've confronted him and said, didn't Billy Meyer say those pictures are not real, that the government switched them out, he will admit that Billy Meyer has said that, even though he'll then go out and say that they are real. So he's being dishonest, but you know what? There's plenty and plenty of times he, he's been dishonest. His tactics are terrible. Not too long ago, he sent us a bunch of us emails saying, this scientist said these pictures are real. If you don't prove otherwise, I'm going to tell the world that all of you on this email list agree with Billy Meyer's case and believe that the pictures are real. You know what? Let's Come give on. up Billy Meyer. Oh, I think man, we, covered that. Cool. we covered that. We covered that a few years ago. No, we're mad, Gene. We're going to get this guy. Well, I don't know. I think it's just going to go on forever. 
You're right. It's like anything else. You can't keep a good UFO hoax down. I mean, there are people <laughs> still who are telling us that George Adamski's contacts were real, you know. Yeah. And that was well, exposed back in 1957. Jim Mosley had a special Adamski expose issue of Saucer News back in, what, 1957. I used to have a copy here. It must be worth money now, but I don't. And it didn't matter. We had one guest on the show years and years later. He was still talking about Adamski. And I said, what? Yeah. yeah. To wrap this up, though, I got to say, one of my favorite scenes in a movie that I think really encompasses the contactee movement that is fun. And like the movement's kind of appealing in a way. It's nostalgic. You know, I I, I like it. I find it appealing, even though I, I don't necessarily believe extraterrestrials were involved. But is the scene in Easy Rider when they're getting stoned and Jack Nicholson is like this high school guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's aliens out there. And he sums up the whole contactee movement kind of in, in this one scene. It's a great scene. Around the fire, yeah. Yep. Well, Jack uh, Nicholson can sum up anything. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you yeah, can't you can handle the truth. truth. Yeah. Pressure. We've got some questions I want to get to. There's some good ones here, Alejandro. Uh, this is one that I have had uh, several people ask me about. And um, it's a real well-thought-out uh, question from Bluto392 who's uh, one of our more recent uh, sign-ups at forum.theparacast.com, where you too can ask questions of our guests in the question bank. And uh, his question is, uh, is there any indication that Edward Snowden has any information on extra or crypto-terrestrials or or on any significant conspiracy theory involving this subject? No. I mean, people keep making all of these claims. There were some really silly claims that have come out. But uh, no, there's not uh, any any indication of that um, whatsoever. So um, there was it, but there is something interesting. The only Snowden leaked uh, document um, is uh, from a group called the Joint Threat Research Intelligent Group. Um, I forget. It, essentially, it, it's. It comes from the Ministry of Defense. Uh, essentially, it was this document of an uh, intelligent organization from uh, the British government. Um, they were called the Government Communications Headquarters or something like that. Uh, they, they had this PowerPoint that was released in the Snowden documents. And it, there's no context to it. Most of these slides don't have words. Uh, the slide heading says it's the art of deception, training for a new generation of online covert operations. And uh, it, you can't tell what's going on, but there are three or four slides regarding UFOs. Uh, there's a slide... 35 that shows a UFO report or a UFO video from a famous sighting, uh, Redbud, Illinois, 1950. Then there's another picture of uh, these this UFO video from Mexico that has been debunked. And this is the story with this UFO video from – and this is an unfortunate – oh, my gosh. It all comes back to Jaime. Let's episode. cover that in our next segment, guys, okay. with Gene this and Chris story. and Alejandro. You're in the Paracast. largest independently owned communications network, GCN.
This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, then carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Are you suffering from EP? The symptoms include fraudulent charges to your credit card. Your subway card says it's empty, but you bought it yesterday. Someone's been in your hotel room, but the desk clerk says they only show you entering the room. These are signs of EP. Electronic pickpocketing. Payment cards, transit cards, even hotel room keys. Use a radio chip so you can just wave your card at the register, the turnstile, or your hotel room door. But what's convenient for you is also convenient for thieves waving scanners to electronically pickpocket you without even touching you. The good news is there's a cure. ID Stronghold has created leather wallets and clutches that have built in EP protection. Layers of shielding material cleverly concealed in a beautiful leather wallet that stops the symptoms of EP. Go to IDStronghold.com now and get the cure. IDStronghold.com. Warning, ID Stronghold wallets could lead to feelings of safety and security, comfort in crowds, and euphoria. If you experience these emotions, immediately inform your friends and family about IDStronghold.com so they can feel better. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Alejandro Rojas is discussing UFOs with Gene and Chris. And you said came back to Jaime Mosan again? Yeah, so this is a a screenshot that's in this PowerPoint of uh, these pictures from uh, a UFO video from Mexico. It doesn't have any text, so you don't know why the heck it's in there. But this was a sighting that happened in um, about 2005. This was part of the MUFON television show, and I was actually the MUFON PR guy when we we did this show. It was on, I think it was on History Channel. I can't remember what channel it was on. Only three episodes were done. I think it was a great show. James Carrion was the director at the time, and they did some real investigations. So there was an episode on Mexico, and I was talking with James Carrion. We were in the mix. We asked Jaime, what are the best Mexican cases? Uh, Because we have this TV show. James Carrion will go out to Mexico. He speaks Spanish, and he'll investigate these cases. Jaime gave us the cases. James was able to go out there not seeking to debunk them, just the opposite. But unfortunately, all the cases fell apart. When they went out there, one of the things they did, they went with Ruben Uriarte. Ruben went and bought a bunch of Mylar balloons. 
And he launched the balloons. Discovery Channel, I think, that, now that I think about it. The idea was they were going to film these balloons just to show that balloons can look pretty strange. They filmed the balloons, but they were then Jaime's guys showed up. And Arturo uh, Robles, who gets a lot of Jaime's UFO videos, was there. And he didn't know at first it was uh, balloons. And he's like, look, guys, a UFO. Ruben told Arturo, those are balloons. I launched those balloons. So they filmed them. End of story. Arturo turns around and posts them on YouTube saying they're a UFO. Oh. Uh, that it's a mu- UFO morphing and changing shape. Oh, I remember and, those. Uh, <laughs> I remember when it happened because Ruben called me and he was freaked out. He's like, oh, my God, Alejandro, uh, have you seen that video? And I had seen it. And I was like, yeah, that's a weird video. This UFO seems to be warping and it's silver. And Ruben's like, those are my balloons. Those are the balloons that I launch. I don't know why Arturo, we told Arturo those are balloons. I don't know why he posted this. To Jaime's defense, Jaime says that he never did anything with the video because he he didn't know they were balloons, but he thought they looked like balloons. That's what Jaime says. So, yeah, that's one of the images in this slide. There's another image of a slide from not too long ago. It was a UFO video or a picture taken in Cornwall, England in 2011. You guys might remember this Mm -hmm, because it's actually a bird taking a dump. And you can see like the little uh, dump things. And then the next slide I included in my story slide 38, just shows pictures of cameras and wheels and iPhones. I think this whole thing is about UFO hoaxes and maybe how UFO videos can become such a big deal online. I don't know. I actually asked Nick Pope about it. Here's what Nick Pope said. While I left the Ministry of Defense in 2006, the Official Secrets Act binds me for life. I am not able to comment on intelligent matters, and I am not prepared to discuss classified material that has been released without proper authorization. So uh, he could not comment. He may uh, know more about why these. And this slides is all in- just to remind our listeners. This is all the the only revelation that we know of that Edward Snowden exactly uh, released uh, pertaining to the UFO subject, to our knowledge. Exactly. That's it. I don't think that we're going to have any more. But WikiLeaks seems to continue to get documents, so I suppose it's a possibility. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. That's a good answer on that. I've kind of been wondering that myself. I'm wondering if maybe there is something that he's holding back, but we'll have to wait and see. These next questions come from uh, an active poster, Technomage who posted at on a question bank at forum.theparacast.com. Pretty straight ahead uh, question, Alejandro. In your estimation, what's the best case that we have in the last five or ten years that we should be paying attention to? Oh, man, the best case in the last five or ten years. That's a tough one. I don't know. I think that the cases in the last five or ten years, I believe, I don't think we've really had any great abduction cases in the last five or 10 years. Uh, And the reason I say that now I am skeptical uh, when it comes to, and I'm careful with the research, but I think there are some abduction cases like the Travis Walton case, like the Allagash case where we had these guys at our, our UFO Congress last year. I think this is an amazing case. People need to look into uh, if they don't know about it, because I think it's incredible. But as far as that area goes, I don't know that there's been much. And really, there are some interesting UFO videos. At the end of last year, I put together a story called The Best UFO Videos for 2014. I think a lot of those are really interesting. A lot of these uh, really good videos are coming from Night Vision. 
goggles that people are going out and getting some really interesting thing on things on night vision. But the interesting cases lately have been things at a distance, which is kind of difficult. You know, people getting pictures of things at a distance. This Puerto Rico case, if you haven't heard of this uh, one, this video captured in Puerto Rico, there hasn't been a lot of information out about it. But I do know there's been some great research done on that case, and there'll be some good information coming out soon. Uh, however, a case that I always uh, am scratching my head about that I think is really cool that's ongoing, and I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but the nuclear plants in France and Belgium have been getting buzzed by UFOs. People, and uh, in fact, there's even one director of one of these plants that has said it wasn't a drone that flew over our nuclear power plant. It was a UFO. So a lot of people are assuming they're drones. People like Greenpeace are really upset about this because they believe that people are able are flying drones over the nuclear power plants to show that there's a, they're unsecure and they're unsafe. But uh, the governments are arguing that, that they're not drones, or some people are arguing they're not drones, that there's something else. And uh, there are some people, There's in particular, there's a German researcher, um, Andres Mueller, and we reference him in our stories about this, who's been keeping on this. And he's got a number of witnesses that have taken some pictures and said, you know, these things aren't flying like drones, they're luminous. There, there's something more mysterious. So, this is an ongoing case that yeah, hasn't wow. made a I, lot I'd of. I've heard news. rumblings of this, but I, I, I hadn't heard as much detail. Yeah, really, really interesting case. Well, you know, and we also have, of course, Stevensville, uh, which I think is a is a is a well documented, important case, especially since the object flew uh, near or over secure well, airspace over the Crawford Ranch. Now, and then, of course, the yeah. O'Hare uh, Airport uh, case, you know, uh, I think, what? is an important one. Good point. I was just going to bring up O'Hare now that you jogged my memory because you're right. Now, that, uh, that is within 10 years. But you're right. O'Hare is a great one because, um, you know, people that work for United Airlines witnessed it. And there's the potential for pictures or videos out there we just have not gotten yet. Um, the pictures that are out there have been pretty thoroughly debunked that as not being part of the sighting. Yeah, there, uh, there is a picture of the cloud, the hole punched in the cloud that I've seen that's fairly impressive. Oh, I'm really? Not, I haven't seen that. I'm not sure how, how um, you know, it's it's uh, it's hard to, um, you know, there's nothing in the foreground to actually show that it was somehow related directly to that case. The claim was made that it was, but, uh, but again, was, you're right. Uh, for something to happen over such a, you know, the second largest city in the United States or third largest city and, and, and to not have uh, some sort of cell camera of, of, of photograph, which leads me to another question that uh, uh, Angelo, of, of <laughs> Angelo uh, our new, newest uh, return moderator and our friendly skeptic, he's, you know, his constant mantra is with all these cell phones and with all these new great cameras, how come we don't have any good UFO pictures? And, you know, of course, the stock answer that I'll give before I'll hand that over to you, Alejandro, is, uh, you know, I've, you know, not only have I had cameras malfunction, batteries suddenly drain, uh, you know, cameras uh, that uh, uh, take pictures of, uh, of of ghosts and shadow people in 3D, I might add, uh, that uh, wouldn't initialize the clip. Uh, but oftentimes the event is so uh, unexpected and inexplicable mm -hmm. and, and dazzling or mesmerizing 
that you're just you're, you're too busy looking at it in in you know wonder you forget to grab your camera and take a picture of it now i'm talking about the average person out there i mean i i, I could easily see this as being the primary reason why we don't have ufo photographs now when it comes to investigators out in the field who should know better uh, there's no excuse for not being able to capture uh, visually or with other instrumentation these these uh, events if a seasoned field investigator is out there. No excuse not to do a break. With Gene and Chris and Alejandro, you're um, in The Paragast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Gold isn't for you? Ted Anderson, president of Midas Resources, one of the world's premier gold and precious metal investing firms. I get it. You wouldn't buy gold if you believed that the government is doing a great job, that the Fed will stop handing out trillions of dollars like bailout candy, that Social Security would be there for you. That's not what's happening. You might even pass on gold if the stimulus package wouldn't fuel inflation, or that the dollar wouldn't lose value, or that your retirement would be secure. If all looks rosy to you, then now is not the time to buy gold. For the realists, there have never been more sobering reasons to diversify with gold. Since 2001, the U.S. dollar index has tanked 30% while gold has risen 300%. Right now, savvy investors are adding gold to their portfolios. You should too. Find out what they know. Call us and I'll send you 10 reasons why gold will do very well, free. 800-686-2237. 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. We live in a complicated society. Stressful issues are always popping up. Have you ever been treated unfairly by someone? Have you ever been overcharged for a repair? Have you ever signed a contract or a document worried about identity theft? How many times have you been in those unique situations where you just wanted to call an attorney to find out if you're right or wrong or what your legal rights are? But every time you think about calling an attorney, what do you think about first? That's right. Who do you call and how much will it cost? Our friends at Legal Shield have found a solution. With a nationwide network of 6,900 attorneys who average 19 years of experience, Legal Shield's law firms take over 40,000 calls per week helping their members. For less than $20 per month, you can have access to Legal Shield on everything from the trivial to the traumatic. Let Legal Shield stand up for your rights at lsprotection.com. That's lsprotection.com. Or call 855-340-SAVE, 855-340-7283. Results will vary from case to case. 
Right now is the time to jumpstart your health with a new 30% discount from InfoWarsHealth.com. Secure the all-new Tangy Tangerine 2.0 with certified organic ingredients that are non-GMO and better tasting than ever for an exclusive 30% off discount when you sign up at InfoWarsHealth.com. That's 30% off retail when you become a distributor at InfoWarsHealth.com. You've heard me talk about Tangy Tangerine for years now, and you've heard others talk about what it's done for them. Take the challenge, try it for the first time, or even reorder your Tangy Tangerine and other great longevity products like Pollen Burst or the Alex Pack, all for 30% off when you visit InfoWarsHealth.com. This is a fantastic opportunity to be able to try out the hundreds of amazing products at InfoWarsHealth.com and get 30% off on products like Beyond Tangy Tangerine 2.0. Visit InfoWarsHealth.com to get started today. You can also sign up for auto ship and get free shipping. 30% off and free shipping. It's all available exclusively at InfoWarsHealth.com today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We're going to have a contest, folks, okay? There is an alien behind that. That's it. There's an alien behind the door right now, okay? Door number one. We're going to have a contest here where listeners will do our The Paracast Stinger. The best ones will be aired, and we'll figure out something to give away. I'm tired of doing it. Okay, there's a few problems, though, too. Most people, the cameras that they have are their cell phones. You can't really zoom very well, so if it's a daylight sighting, it's going to be extremely difficult. And I always tell people, go try to take a picture of of a plane uh, you know, at 20,000 feet with your cell phone during the day. Good luck. Night photos are even worse. Cameras aren't really set up to take very, I mean, it's difficult to get night photos. Go try to take a picture of a close jet with your phone or with a good camera at night. Nothing's right. going to really turn out. So it's it's really difficult. Not only that, um, you know, and it does relate to a case that's happening recently, which is a good case. A lot of people are seeing these small little white orbs. You know, people say they're balloons. It could be Google balloons. But a lot of people argue that they're moving in ways that they shouldn't. Or they're zigzagging around. They're making weird. And we just wrote a story about this yesterday because someone else sent us some video of it. And, uh, you know, it's reminiscent of Colorado. Colorado, people were seeing a lot of these. Right, last summer, including some good footage from Crestone. Uh, yeah, and some good footage from an NBC News reporter who said, you know, that thing sat there for a long period of time before zipping off. That was no balloons. So a lot of people are seeing this sort of thing, but that's you have to have a really good camera to be able to record something like that. And I always tell people uh, it all comes down to this third party. If there's a third party out there, if these things are intelligently controlled by extraterrestrials or otherwise, some sort of intelligence, they're probably more intelligent than us. They're not. They're going to let us see what they want us to see. If they wanted us to see them up close and personal, they're in charge. They could do that, but they haven't so far, um, assuming there's a third party involved. No, that's not uh, to mention that the uh, our tax dollars at work and play might be responsible for at least a uh, you know, a, a percentage of these of these uh, events. Right, and, that's true uh, too. And they yeah. don't want to be seen. And what's interesting is there are even scientists who are I've talked to who aren't completely anti-UFO. They just don't share it. And a lot of them make the same argument that if they don't want to be seen, they're so more advanced than us. If they don't want to be seen, but they are going to be flying around, then they don't. They won't be seen. They've got the technology to do that. Yeah, good point. 
It, there is a psychic uh, sort of, uh, I think, some sort of uh, consciousness uh, element here. There's so many cases where it could be coincidence in some cases, but in some cases, I think uh, people uh, somehow have had some sort of mental or telepathic connection on some level with the observation uh, or the the thing that's being observed, uh, the observer somehow has has been tapped into, and and there's we can't obviously ascertain this uh, empirically, but but right. there are indications that this may be an element in some sighting events. So you know yeah. we can't we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, um, Angelo, about all that. And um, I want to go uh, quickly on. We do have some questions here, and Techno Mage has uh, a question which he puts out there for any of us, but. Um, and I do, um, I'll say right now, I do have some information on this particular question. He says, in Operation Trojan Horse, John Keel brings up a lot of statistics, uh, including the majority of UFO events occur on Wednesday or Sunday. Well, Sunday is wrong. I think that's uh, the biggest day, I think, on the weekend. Uh, has anyone verified his data? Because if the data he describes in the book is valid, his conclusions can be taken that much more seriously. Well, before you answer, Alejandro, let me uh, put in my two cents in my database. Uh, Wednesday, w- without question, was the most uh, you know, the night that you had the best chance of having some sort of sighting event in the San Luis Valley from 1993 through at least 2003. Uh, that bears out in my data. Um, Sunday would be, I think, third or fourth uh, in the SLV the San Luis Valley. How about you? Uh, have you ever looked into statistical analysis of UFO sightings, uh, frequency, uh, you know, time of day, day of the week, uh, uh, spring, summer, fall? What sort of work have, uh, has Open Minds done in this regard? I've had access to MUFON data over the years. And when I was doing PR work for MUFON, I started on a uh, yearly basis putting out um, a report on where sightings were seen and when. And I still do that, although I have access to less data. And it has to do with uh, the database that they use. Um, I know they're working on it to make it more accessible where people can grab this sort of information out more. But out of the data that I have, I don't know that I've ever looked at, or at least if I did, I didn't find it interesting enough to write about it uh, on which day of the week had more sightings. But I know I have some data to do that, so I'll go back and do that. That's a really interesting question, and we have a lot more data now, so we should be able to to verify that. And it's interesting that the San Luis Valley, that, that held true. Much to my surprise, Humpty. yeah, because it, it was— it, <laughs> There was a— uh, there was a time lag between the time I started investigating and when I finally was able to get a copy of Operation Trojan Horse, which at the time was fairly difficult to find. And uh, I remember reading it and thinking, oh, man, I should go and look at my data. And sure enough, uh, I, I really hadn't done that sort of data crunch. And I went through and, and just laboriously started counting, you know, doing chip marks on days of the week. And Wednesday did come, come out uh, fairly significantly in the lead um, over all other six days of the week. So... For what it's worth, um, here's a question from Sublight, who's been a member since uh, uh, a couple days before Halloween, 2014. Uh, he's uh, very interested in coming up with some sort of unified field theory or set of theories to explain the phenomenon. So he, he's wondering if you see any benefit from the UFO community 
somehow coming together, which <laughs> that's kind of a joke right there, but in developing a more streamlined unified theory or set of theories to explain the phenomenon, um, you know, I think we've already got one that's being force fed us that uh, aliens are coming from uh, elsewhere in our universe or galaxy and other star systems and interacting with us and, uh, you know, picking up rocks like they've never seen them before, smelling <laughs> flowers. Um, so I think that's... You know why they're picking up rocks so they can drop them and get their rocks off. off. There you go. Okay. Um, uh, where's my rim shot? Yeah. Uh, and he says the reason why he asked this is is there seems to be several types of events that don't seem related, and yet they are jumbled into one thing, UFOs. I've never understood how a flying disc in the late 40s or early 50s has anything to do with the weird events in places like Skinwalker Ranch or the kinds of things that took place in the Rendlesham Forest, which I disagree with that. That definitely was a UFO event. Um, but what do you think? Do you think that there's uh, – a unified set of theories that we can come up with to explain the phenomenon uh, as if we already haven't. So uh. let's break it here. Then we can do that in our next segment. Okay. Fine. We've got to do a break here. And this is a good time to do a cliffhanger. Just like the old movie serials where you drop hints of what's to come. Of course, Chris asks a question of our guest and then the guest will answer it in the next segment with Alejandro Rojas of open minds joining us answering your questions from forum.theparacast.com, our question bank with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. A little right, a little left, but always independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network, GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. 
Genesis is defined as an origin, creation, or the beginning. Genesis Communications Network began with the mission of providing you with the kind of compelling content you're listening to now. And at GCNlive.com, you'll find a free archive of our nation's history, narrated by GCN hosts. Explore, share, and pass down to future generations. GCN is the future of talk radio, but we should always strive to learn from our past. Together, we are GCNlive.com. GCN. Did you know that drinking pure, high-alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. It's very easy to be a criminal. All you need to burglarize a home is one simple household tool, a pair of scissors. If your home security system can be compromised by a criminal using scissors, then you're making it easy for them. Almost every home security system, even those sold by big name companies, has a weakness. The phone line. You shell out 1500 bucks, get locked into a long-term contract, and think you're safe. But a burglar can destroy your alarm in seconds with one snip. And when a burglar cuts your phone line, you're you're defenseless. defenseless. Simply Safe Home Security is the smarter choice. Built by Harvard engineers, Simply Safe uses a wireless connection to call the cops. Scissors can't cut it, and that means your home stays safe. 24/7 professional monitoring is under $15 a month with no contract. Simply Safe Home Security keeps you safer than the other guys for half the cost. Protect your home with the alarm you can trust. Simply Safe. Go to simplysafedefense.com now for an exclusive 10% offer. That's simplysafedefense.com. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? On the Paracast with Gene and Chris, Alejandro Rojas is being asked a question from our audience at forum.theparacast.com. What's your answer? I think we've got a lot of static. I mean, because ufologists, you don't get a degree or something like that. Anybody can call themselves a ufologist. But even when it comes to science, you know, you have a broad range of, of ideas. Like when it comes to the unified field theory or um, the theory of everything, pretty much every theoretical physicist is trying to come up with that idea. And they're all doing it differently. And they all have a different story. In fact, uh, I don't know if you've ever had Dr. Claude Swanson on. He's a really interesting guy. He's got his degrees from MIT in Princeton. Uh, we'll probably have him at the UFO Congress next year where he'll talk about his ideas this way and how he thinks repulsion and some of these other things can relate into uh, a unified theory of everything. Um, of course, Stephen Hawking's movie was called that because he was looking into it. But when it comes to the UFO ET field, uh, it's difficult from, uh, from a lot of static. And here's one of the problems that I see that I was going to mention with the contact E thing, which relates here, is that all the contact 
protectees, uh, a lot of them, you know, Greer or others, they all believe that they're talking to aliens and that they have all the answers because the aliens have told them. But they're all saying something differently. And this is what I ask people when they subscribe to a lot of different contactees is how can you believe they're all telling the truth if they're all saying something differently? That doesn't make any sense. One can't be right. They can't all be right because they're not all saying that the same thing's happening. And I think that's one of the difficulties that people don't look into or, or doesn't register. So when it comes to a unified idea, how do you come to that? Uh, especially when you have all these people who allegedly are talking to the aliens and have these different stories. Do you just discount everything that they have to say. Unfortunately for me, I, you have to if you're looking uh, really carefully and just trying to build stuff that is based off of, of evidence. Maybe if you had, like if we had maybe dozens of people where all of these contactees were saying the same thing, that would be extraordinary and that would show, wow, maybe we are being communicated with and we do have an answer, but we just don't have that. And really when the field is full of laymen and novices, which we all are, you know, I'm not a scientist. You guys aren't scientists by far. <laughs> just kidding. So I think that's difficult if, if near impossible. It's just individuals doing their own work and then some uh, even if when you have large organizations like MUFON, you you have just as many varying opinions within MUFON as you do out in any group of, of UFO researchers. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And we are all amateurs, and that's one of the uh, the major stumbling blocks in this field of inquiry being taken seriously by mainstream science and academia. I mean, it's it's a built-in giggle factor that we have no answer to until we come up with some sort of um, – I don't know, credentialing, some sort of uh, peer review, um, which seems like a, you know, <laughs> kind of a um, an impossibility. But, I mean, ideally, uh, that would be the way to go. Um, and anything short of that is always going to supply um, the snooty uh, academic and scientific types uh, with, uh, you know, a perfect uh, rationale for not taking anything that comes out of this field seriously. Yeah. Unless it's peer reviewed. Um, I think, there I think are some, uh, hard data monitoring, like the, the Ray Stanford uh, approach to yeah. Project Starlight, which I'm trying to duplicate with modern technology, um, mm -hmm. uh, using um, you know in instrumented arrays in hotspot areas to to gain triangulated data along with gravitational and and radar and and, and possibly magnetic data that sort of thing, um, blaze gratings on cameras to, to uh, separate light spectra into its constituent elements that sort of thing. I'm not a scientist, but I do have a basic understanding of how proper investigation and research should be conducted so that you do have quality uh, evidence to present to uh, interested parties. Well, and I think we can determine a, a very little, but some things, and I think you guys would agree with this, knowing you know your work and, and thoughts, um, that one thing we can be certain is if there's a third party that is involved with, with all of this, that they don't want us to have evidence or proof that that is the case. Um, it hasn't been provided. So if it is an intelligence behind all of this, uh, they don't want us to have the proof. Well, is that a reason then why we do hear so many contradictory tales? I think it is. I mean, I know, you know, Chris is really into this and, and I agree too. And I think a lot of the old time researchers, Jack Ballet, um, you know, um, uh, I, I had some other names, of course, Keel, but a lot of the other old-time guys that you talk to, there is an enigmatic nature to all of this, almost like for enigmatic sake. That's why 
I really love the trickster idea. Of course, Chris is really into the trickster idea. Is that it seems that uh, and Skywalker is is a definition of a trickster. Everybody. Um, George Knapp, the scientists involved with the Skinwalker Ranch subscribe to this idea that it just seems crazy for crazy sakes. It's beyond our comprehension. They believe there's a third party screwing with us and that um, we weren't meant to have any solid data. Yeah, my favorite, of course, is the camera filming the camera. And the one that's being filmed has all the cables ripped out and there's no indication in the camera image that it happened or how it happened. Uh, that to me is a mind blower. And if that's a real event, which has not been proven yet, we've never seen the footage, uh, then, then it's, just, it's just a mind blower. And I'm sure that those scientists on that ranch, when that happened, were, their minds were blown by that uh, because it totally, yeah. uh, I'm sure it rocked their reality view uh, because that mm-hmm. is not supposed to happen. You can't yep. film another camera with a camera and have all the, the wires pulled out and not see that on the image. Uh, it's, it's inexplicable. And uh, yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a classic example of, of the, the tricksterish nature and the conundrum that we all face when we're out in the field. Yeah. Uh, one of our most popular YouTube interviews is uh, an interview with John Alexander um, who discussed is the skinwalker in those cases and you know how confounded how just baffled they were with everything that happened <laughs> right we had ryan skinner on last week uh you know talking about uh his work up at the skinwalker ranch uh, some of which uh is anecdotal and um you know uh, open to interpretation i think by some uh, more skeptical types but but ryan is at least making the effort he makes trips all the way out from wisconsin two or three times a year and, and spends a lot of money to try to try to get these things documented but Moving right along, we have a question from Cosmonaut, and this is a good one. Um, I'll answer it real quickly first before uh, we'll throw it to Alejandro here. But um, a major omission from UFO research seems to be that all of the information comes from countries that are allies of the United States. Why haven't we seen a, a major developed a major contact inside Russia, for example? Well, we have. Uh, his name is Paul Stonehill. Uh, he's Russian, and he has tons of contacts in Russia, and he's done an incredible amount of, of work uh, and, well, uh, very good work, I might say, well-received in my, my eyes, of developing sources uh, and maintaining contact with sources within Russia. Um, George Knapp made a trip to Russia and developed contacts, which he's maintained loosely over the years. Um, so we do have some uh, contacts there. Jacques Vallée has been to Russia. Uh, we do have Eugeny Fidich, a friend of mine with the Russian Academy of Sciences, who feeds me information from time to time. So we do have some. Um, how about you, Alejandro? Uh, Russia, China, uh, countries that you don't normally hear too much about in the UFO phenomenon. What uh, What are your thinking, sir? I think you're exactly right when it comes to Paul Stonehill. We try to work with him, too. He wrote for our magazine, and he's written some stories for us online. He's uh, the greatest research for information out of uh, Russia. But we do a lot of international outreach. We have several, uh, a lot of interviews and close relationships, um, largely because of Antonio Juneas, but not just because of him, because we've established these relationships. But uh, with South American countries, I mean, there are several South American countries that have official UFO uh, governmental research organizations, uh, which is extraordinary. There's several down there, and uh, they are active. We uh, wrote a big story, and this is based off of Leslie Kane, that she works with Sefa'a out of Chile, and they gave her some UFO videos um, that uh, 
that she wrote about exclusively for the Huffington Post. Uh, she was able to release this information. Um, otherwise, China is one of the most interesting things. We'll talk about China in our next segment with Antonio Rojas. And Gene and Chris, you're in. My name is Alejandro, is Alejandro on the Paracast. <laughs> Independently leading the way for the nation. Compelling talk for every political persuasion. We are GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. It's very easy to be a criminal. All you need to burglarize a home is one simple household tool, a pair of scissors. If your home security system can be compromised by a criminal using scissors, then you're making it easy for them. Almost every home security system, even those sold by big-name companies, has a weakness. The phone line. You shell out 1500 bucks, get locked into a long-term contract, and think you're safe. But a burglar can destroy your alarm in seconds with one snip. And when a burglar cuts your phone line... You're defenseless. Simply Safe Home Security is the smarter choice. Built by Harvard engineers, Simply Safe uses a wireless connection to call the cops. Scissors can't cut it, and that means your home stays safe. 24/7 professional monitoring is under $15 a month with no contract. Simply Safe Home Security keeps you safer than the other guys for half the cost. Protect your home with the alarm you can trust. Simply Safe. Go to simplysafedefense.com now for an exclusive 10% offer. That's simplysafedefense.com. The Genesis Communications Network is one of America's premier broadcasters of captivating talk radio. We thank you for listening. Now, Now, just imagine, there are thousands of people who are just as passionate about radio as you are. But what you may not realize is how easy and affordable it is to advertise with us. Radio commercials for your business could be heard on hundreds of radio stations across the U.S. every day. We can help you by creating an effective radio advertising campaign for your company. From script writing to producing your commercial, just like the one you're listening to right now. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. You have all seen and heard about the elements of the periodic table. 
These elements are the building blocks of everything in the universe. You, my friends, are made from these elements. A shortage of any of these important trace elements can lead to disease. Go with the science and take the Lady Talk Health Challenge and get all 90 essential trace elements with a healthy start pack at LadyTalkLive.com or call 855-333-LADY. That's 855-333-5239. Research shows it's not just what you put in your body that counts, it's what you put on it as well. Why not use an all-natural, healthy, mineral-based makeup that actually benefits your skin? Once you experience the airiness and flawless coverage of Longevity Mineral Makeup, you will never use anything else. With Longevity, the perception of your complexion will be natural perfection. Animal-friendly mineral makeup at Mary Lou Health. That's M-A-R-I-L-U-Health.com. Or call 855-321-HEALTH. This is Micah Hanks of the Gray Alien Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. One more segment left on the Paracast. Alejandro Rojas of Open Minds joining us. And you were mentioning UFOs in China. I love the China story. China has a great story. We wrote about it in the magazine. We've done uh, a YouTube video on it. People need to watch it. Uh, Dr. Sun-Chi Lee is pretty much the, the pro- most prominent UFO researcher in China, and they have a really interesting story. They talk about how during the years that uh, you know they were Russia was helping them begin as a government, as a new you know socialist, uh, communist government, they didn't do a lot of UFO research. But when they became more independent, there were academics that were researching UFOs kind of behind the scenes. And Dr. Sun-Chi Lee with his wife came forward to the government and said, we want to do a UFO journal uh, with academics. Would that be okay? The government said, not only is that okay, we'll fund it. And so they funded this UFO journal, that uh, an organization that supposedly has like 40,000 members. It's kind of like the Society of uh, Scientific Exploration here, where it's like a peer-reviewed journal sort of organization where you have to be credentialed to be able to join it. Um, so they have a huge interest out there in a lot of cases. This is really cool. This is something great that Wendell did. Wendell went out there and did some talks, and he grabbed, he made some connections. They really liked him. So they asked him, hey, if we give you a bunch of our UFO cases, will you write a book? And Wendell said, sure. I can't afford to have this translated. So again, the Chinese government stepped in, translated these cases, gave wow. them to Wendell, Wendell wrote a book amazing cases. Um, some of them in our, our magazine, uh, that piece that we did on, we talked about a lot of them on YouTube. Yeah, save me a copy if you haven't. I'd love to see that. Yeah, um, it's a great book. Amazing cases. Well, you know, one thing that should be mentioned is the largest civilian UFO organization in the world is in China with over a million members. We do hear from them, not a lot. We had some interviews. Uh, Dr. Sun-Chi Lee was, uh, I believe he was at Citizen, the Citizen Hearing, and we had an interview with him there. You can find some interviews. This is what's interesting. He speaks Spanish and Chinese. So we did an interview where Antonio uh, translated 
what he had to say from Spanish. But uh, there's also the Purple Mountain Observatory. We've written several stories about this lately. Where they, do, it's this observatory in China where they do UFO research. And in fact, we've got a story on it where one of the scientists there predicted that there would be more UFO sightings in China, and sure enough, that has uh, come to fruition. So, yeah, we've got a lot of stories on China. So we do. It's harder to get stories from these countries, but there are some out there. But there doesn't seem to be a lot of coordination from country to country. Certainly, we don't coordinate yeah. with the Chinese that much. Yeah, it, you're right. It's true. And I think it's a language barrier. It's still kind of difficult. You know, in communist countries, they have limited access to the Internet um, and limited communication that they can have with outsiders. So uh, I think that makes it difficult. Plus, you know, everybody's really busy. So the further people are, uh, the more difficult it becomes. Uh, I think the language barrier is just a huge one. That's why, especially uh, Australia, New Zealand, the UK, you know, I'm talking to people from those countries all the time. I'm sure you are too. So makes it easier uh, that we can all be online and, and speak the same language. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's a, here's a good one uh, to kind of end up the question uh, from our listener section here. Um, and again, this comes from our friendly skeptic, uh, our moderator at forum.theparacast.com, uh, where you can ask questions of our guests in the question bank. And Angelo says, Ange- you know, he, he's <laughs> he's a cut to the chase kind of guy, and 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 this is the uh, you know, this is the uh, kind of overarching skeptical question. Alejandro, do you think we'll ever get definitive proof that UFOs are more than just misidentified objects in the sky? You know, I think uh, that's a great question, and I love the hard questions. Uh, what the heck? And you know what? Over time, I don't know. I Like I said, I think the third party is involved. I think, you know, Nick Pope put it well once when he said this is an, an event-led uh arena where something has to happen for us to be able to analyze it and move forward. If there is a third party out there, um, they, they need to be the guys to let us know. And they haven't let us know. I think it's interesting to keep an eye on it, but so far it is largely anecdotal because even pictures aren't definitive. So you need those witness testimony to say, Hey, that light you see, I know it looks like a light, but it actually zipped around or, or to tell us what happened. So, um, it almost seems seems like if there is some sort of conditioning or awareness going on by a third party, they're doing it individually one at a time because it's uh, kind of like I know what I saw sort of situation. Um, you know, I, there's things I've seen I, I can't explain. Um, I think there's a lot of people that have that sort of feeling and a lot of people get involved with this arena when they see something that they can't explain. So, But uh, I think this thing like Chris talks about with tricksters and everything is, is more intelligent than we are and if they don't want to be seen they won't be if they don't want us to have proof they won't they got to give it to us and thus far they haven't and who knows if they ever will i don't know well they have been giving it to us but something else (laughs) yeah gotcha well we don't know that for sure it hasn't happened to me if you can't read alien it's hard to you know translate the book yeah and we don't know what alien is so how can we read something we don't know about but thank goodness we have these new Roswell slides that prove that they're here and they um, are being kept in uh, at the museum near you. Probably has an alien body. Go check it out. You know, I might have to drive up the mountains. I don't like driving in mountainous regions, so I you never don't? visit Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Yep. Well, I mean, just, yeah. So, uh, well, at least given the logic of some of the UFO researchers, you know, just any, well, and of course there's the meme out there. So pretty much anything mysterious, you can subscribe to the idea that it's, it's alien if you can't explain it. And then, you know, you can live in a world where aliens are all around you if that's what you want to do. Well, that's the way it's unfortunately working here yeah. in the That's UFO the way the media field. is trying to get it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. E.T. is everywhere and nowhere. Yeah. Or for people like Angelo, they're nowhere at all and they never will be. And uh, you can go to bed and rest uh, happily knowing that uh, there'll never be any proof or evidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Angelo keeps an open mind. He's friendly about it. No, I appreciate people like him. He doesn't get pissy, and he doesn't, uh, you know, you know, go out of his way to to, to debunk something that uh, everybody's all attached to. And uh, you know, there's something. Yeah, to be I don't mind that at all. You know, the Paracast exactly. is known for its skeptic uh, side, and and we support the skeptical, uh, open-minded skeptics of the world out there, and we welcome their input anytime. Amen. So do I. So do All right. That's a good that's a good one. It's important for everybody to remember that. Alejandro, could you tell our listeners where we can find more of the stuff you do if they want to follow up? Yeah, definitely. Openminds.tv is where you're going to find everything. So we update with news every day. Uh, we also have an Open Minds TV uh, YouTube channel where we update information. We have interviews out there. We did some with Nick Redfern and his involvement with the Roswell Slides early on. Also, uh, YouTube, we're doing the UFO report. We used to do spacing out, but now we've moved on. We're going to do something a little more newsy called the UFO report, where we're going to bring news on UFOs to you via video. So check that out today. And of course, we've got the UFO Congress, uh, which uh, here is in the Phoenix area. It's the Guinness World Records largest conference, and it's in a, in a large building that's just gorgeous with with ac so and we have only one speaker at a time so everybody can get to everything that they want to get to but it's going to be a lot of fun and we have a lot of great people lined up i think people uh, a lot of phds interested in this topic that you probably haven't seen before so i'm really excited about this year cool. uh, it's going to be a lot of fun so openminds.tv is where you get it all okay we have a lot of things to tell you about also we still, for limited time only, will give away a copy of Chris O'Brien's Stalking the Tricksters. Limited time. One day he's going to call me and say, Gene, that's it. I've given up enough money. I've got to put this back in the market again. <laughs> Although, of course, if you want the hard copy of the book, you have to pay for it. But the way we do it here is you sign up for the Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com, P-L-U-S dot theparacast.com. After the Paracast, our exclusive podcast, and of course the ad-free version of this show. But if you subscribe to a year or five years at plus.theparacast.com, you get a copy of the ebook version of Stalking the Tricksters from Chris O'Brien. Next week, by the way, we're going to have Nick Redfern rejoin us on the Paracast. It's going to be a great show. Alejandro Rojas, thanks for joining us on the Paracast. Thank you, guys. As usual, it was a great pleasure. It's always a lot of fun. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> cool, man. Thanks for coming on. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.